What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fibercast podcast, a platform for inspiration and optimization where I believe everybody is an outlier in their own right because I think everybody has a story that's worth telling. For episode 20, I sat down with Nicole and we touched on a variety of different subjects ranging from uh, hitting on girls in the gym, whether or not you should do it, the best ways to go about it. We touched on the idea of having a new year's resolution whether or not it works whether or not it doesn't if you follow me on instagram and on social media you probably have a hint at whether or not i think it does or doesn't um we also touched on the idea of beauty the standards that society tries to impose upon women especially in the fitness industry for example the ideals of beauty are they attainable should you aspire to be like the gym shark athlete that you follow should you you know um try to attain what other people are trying to attain or should you just determine your own worth and chase after what you feel is right for you and amongst other stuff you know we touched also on uh the importance of putting yourself first the importance of not half-assing shit the idea of soulmates whether or not that's something that exists or the idea of love like is there such thing as non-conditional true love what does that look like um just all over the place like any other episode there's always something here for somebody out there that's listening i promise you that you'll find some shape or form of value um in the things that were discussed so hope you guys enjoy hope you guys leave some feedback as well that helps me know that you guys resonate with the show um i appreciate all the positive feedback i've been getting on instagram um, all the love and support that truly motivates me and just pushes me to keep pushing out more episodes and hopefully inspiring more people out there. So if you could help push this podcast further by liking, subscribing, commenting, wherever you source your podcast from, that would help a lot. And yeah, without any further ado, here's my episode with Nicole. Hope you enjoy. We're live. Finally, after... I'm not even going to say it anymore because every episode I started like that, I'm like, finally, we're live after a few minutes of trying to set everything up. Mm-hmm. And just like we were talking about before, um, before this, how it kind of helps you kind of just become more calm in a sense. Right. Because mm-hmm. you see how, I guess, how improvised and how amateur everything is. And it's not a professional studio. It's not, it's not an interview, too. You know, like I've had... Um, I've had a few guests where I would invite them and then they would ask me before, like, oh, like, but what questions are you going to be asking me? Like, um, should I come prepared? Should I have like, the, like, tell me what you're going to ask me before so right. I can be more prepared mm-hmm. so I can like talk better and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, like, what do you think this is? Like, this is just. Well, like, no, I figured it's not an interview just because I'm not famous. Like, what are you going to interview me about? Really? But um, mm-hmm. I figured it was just a conversation and I listened to like. Just like a free flow yeah, conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to podcasts at all? Like, do you. I have them? when I was like in college, like just for assignments. Mm hmm. I've heard a few, but not like I'm not. But a not huge. like religiously yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. So I listen to them religiously. Um, that kind of ties into the question that you asked before too, about college. So once I dropped out of college, podcasting has been my university, if you will. So like okay. I I got like all of my business knowledge, psychology knowledge, um, even fitness knowledge from just podcasts. Because wow. to me, it's just like. It's so practical because you can just like have these professionals and these, you know, doctors and PhDs in your ear while you're working out. They'll give you like a whole 
uh, seminar on weightlifting on just everything. Mm -hmm. But my question is, what made you get into psychology in the first place? Because I'm just fascinated by the discipline. Mm -hmm. And I tell all my friends that if I wasn't going down this path, I would 100% become a psychiatrist. Really? 1000%. Because I just like dissecting people. I like analyzing. I like psychoanalyzing. I like just all that stuff. Just. Are you just the people person in general? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then if you want to just keep it a little bit closer. Closer? Yeah. Just like pull it. There you go. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. And then just like right here. Kind of. (laughs) There you go. There? There. Okay. That's cool. Okay. So originally I took a psych class when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. That was like my first ever psych class. I just took it as like an elective. Okay. And my sister, she was a psych major when she was in college. She's older than me by seven years. So... I guess I followed her footsteps, but that goes to my other thing where I told you that don't live another person's life, like do your mm-hmm. own thing. But she was like the first one in my family to ever go to college. She was the okay. first, you know, so I looked up to her. Mm-hmm. She had a good job. So I wanted to be just like my sister. So I took the class and I actually really liked it. I did really like the class. Mm-hmm. So when I went into college, I first I went to county college to UCC. Okay. And I didn't really know what I wanted to major in, so I just majored in liberal arts, which is pretty basic, mm-hmm. just, you know, a foundation. UCC is Union, right? Yeah, Union, Union? County okay. College. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went there, I graduated with my liberal arts degree, and then I transferred over to Kane University. And that's when I picked that I wanted to do psychology, because originally I wanted to be a family marriage therapist. Really? Yes. So, Why? <laughs> like, like, explain that. I took a lot of classes uh-huh. about family marriage. And I okay. just, there's a lot of divorce in my family. Uh. And I've just seen, like, I've seen it in my parents, in my siblings, mm-hmm. just in a lot of people. So it's um, it's just something that I wanted to, like, I feel like I could help in. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I'm always that friend mm-hmm. who, like, people go to for advice. Okay. I don't think I give the best <laughs> advice, but I, apparently but I do. So, yeah. I think so, yeah, because wow. always, like, relationships, mm-hmm. boyfriend problems, anything, like, people come to people me. People go to Nicole. Yeah, and it's okay. just something that I, I like to listen to people's problems. I, I don't know if that's something okay. normal, but I enjoy, okay. like, if you have a problem, like, I genuinely like to, like, listen, and I want to help. So you're, like, a problem solver, basically. Like yeah. You, that's so interesting. So marriage counseling kind of thing. That's what I originally wanted. Yeah. Well, I still want to, but um, so here goes the part. Mm -hmm. So my sister, she works for um, Prudential, which is an insurance company. Okay. You know, right? Prudential. Yeah. 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 So she said, oh, there's a summer internship program. Like you should, you should do it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, of course, like it's, it's a good job. So I did the summer internship for three consecutive summers and I ended up, I wanted to go into the HR department mm-hmm. but because my sister works in HR I could they couldn't have like relatives in the same oh wow mm-hmm. so because they of just conflicts of interest and stuff maybe. right yeah. so they put me there was a position open in the IT procurement department nothing related to my yeah. major <laughs> I'm not techie now <laughs> I am but before I was not techie I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I don't know uh, nothing mm-hmm about this but i took it because it was just an internship and it was paid so and i was like i was too. 19 like, i was like not? yeah why not like i'm gonna learn something mm-hmm. turns out they liked me and they were like oh come back next summer and i was like oh, okay, okay sure like let's do it That's what, yeah. and then my parents were like this is such a good company like it's a it's a secure job after college they mm-hmm. pay for your loans like it was just like everything was good 
But I knew deep down that's not what I wanted to do. Mm. I didn't like what I was doing. You weren't like passionate about I it. I wasn't. Yeah. It's just not me. Long term wise, at least, right? Yeah. Right. So I kept doing it. Fast forward to my senior year in college, they send me an offer. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, now what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. they pay for my. Um, for my master's, so I was like, let me just take the offer, work there so I can go back to school and And get my master's to be a counselor, which is what I really want to do. So that's where I am now. That's Mm -hmm. where I work full time. So yeah, so that's pretty much like where I am and I'm not that happy. (laughs) So they they would pay for like whatever um, degree that you would want to get a degree in like right. e- like even if it's not related to the position that you were in that's so mm-hmm. weird why though because like they would know that all right so once she becomes a plastic surgeon she won't be working with us anymore well what they do is they just encourage their employees to like pursue education oh, okay so that's their main that's goal good, and then yeah. because i did the internship they um they pay back your student loans so that was a another mm-hmm. plus and yeah, then yeah. um I just knew I wanted to go back to school, but right now I'm actually, I'm still in IT procurement, but I'm doing vendor management, which is a little bit more similar to HR, which is more related to my degree, mm-hmm. which my uh, my manager switched me over because he knew I was a psych major and he was like, what are you doing like yeah. in this? So he switched yeah. me over. Um, to actually dealing with people now. That's what yeah. I'm doing. So I'm reviewing yeah. resumes. Like wow. it's a little bit more yeah. people contact. Hands versus, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. So are you enjoying like this phase of your life right now? Okay, so I don't want to sound ungrateful. And I feel like that's (laughs) what I always sound like when people ask me because um, I just turned 22. I'm not, I'm pretty young. Mm -hmm. Graduated college. I have a full-time job. Um, I was able to get the car of my dreams. Mm -hmm. I was like, everything seemed to be like perfect in Mm -hmm. my life, quote unquote, like perfect. Um, everything seemed to be going well, but for some reason, I'm like the least happiest that I've ever been. Wow. Like, I was happier with my broken down car, with mm-hmm. my like going to college, working two jobs. Struggling. Like, I was, I was like, I feel that I was happier back then. So I weird. get to work remotely three days from home. I have weekends off. <laughs> I, like, my. What are you complaining an, about? Exactly. Like that. That's what everyone says. They're like, but yeah. you're so lucky. Like, you get to work from home. Like, you yeah. you have this. You yeah. have a great. Like, so many people are struggling to find a job after college, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm so grateful for that. But the only reason why I think I'm not happy is just because doing something five days a week, Monday through Friday, that you don't like, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to keep a positive. It sucks you know, attitude. I've been there. And I try, and I'm a very positive person. I I believe that, like, the energy you put out, you Mm -hmm. receive back. Input, output, yep. So I try, I'm so grateful. I'm learning a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm blessed to have that opportunity to be there, but I know that's not where I want to stay. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm good for now, but I'm still working on... But you know that you can do better. Right, because, like I said, life is too short, and... You shouldn't, a lot of people just stay there and they work. They die there. Yeah. They work that nine to five job for the, the rest of their lives. And it's. Uh, I've been there and it's exactly what you just said. Like, um, I scored a job um, after I dropped out. Well, it was kind of the reason why I dropped out because I had this job and I was doing part time. But then they offered me full time and then I had to like balance it. So I'm like, ah, like, should I pursue business administration get my associate's degree and then transfer to Rutgers and then have all that, you know, debt and stuff for business. It doesn't make sense because it's not like a, 
a science like yours is, right? So business is like, it's hands-on experience. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, theory. You could read about Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, as much as you want, but it's not going to help you uh, long-term. So I started this job nine to five and the same thing. It was like, it, 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 like it had all the benefits. It had, um, you know, a great salary. Um, it's because of that job that I was, that I'm able today to actually invest in my dream, which mm -hmm. is open the gym. And so everybody around me just like saw me working at this company and they would ask like, Oh, like you're living the dream right now. Like you're at a secure job. Um, it's a respectful, um, respectable firm. It's, um, anti-pollution company okay. so we would deal with like major com like multinational companies throughout mm -hmm. the whole world china india u.s and i was like the leading sales representative for them so i would you know deal with international sales and stuff and i would get a commission off of each sale and these are like um machines worth millions of dollars mm -hmm. so a small commission off of like millions of dollars like, adds up yeah so i was always like into also the whole like energy thing the whole like spiritual thing um so i was so I kind of like worked there as long as I needed to, to build credit, to build, to just like save money. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't spend it on myself. Like I would just like save everything. So as soon as I got the chance and I felt like I was okay, I said goodbye and started my own thing. You flew away. <laughs> but exactly. But during the, like during that period of like maybe, I want to say like three years, two years, three years, it was a struggle. Like okay. I would walk in every single day just pissed just like miserable miserable but grateful so like there's like that fine line that you have to establish it's like just like you said i don't want to sound ungrateful um and you're not so like sounding ungrateful you're just self-aware of what you really want in life mm -hmm. and you shouldn't feel ashamed for, of that like you're grateful but you're not satisfied so it's like proud but never satisfied type of thing and when you mentioned the whole parents thing earlier mm -hmm. that's like my parents like my dad's always telling me but like why don't you yeah. try to grow within the company yeah. like look at what you can have like it's look secure. at this that all these things and i'm just like that's great and all but that's just not me Something. i i just know it's not and i'm <laughs> using this opportunity to help myself grow to learn yeah. taking advantage <clears throat> but i know that's not where where i want to be yeah. Forever, at least. And it's so interesting because um, I also have, like, very conservative, traditionalist uh, parents. So they also have that mindset. It's like, find a job, nine to five, that's secure, gives mm -hmm. you health benefits, vacation, pay vacation, whatever. 401k. 401k, <laughs> focus on retirement, and you'll retire at 60, 50, whatever it is, and you'll be good. Mm -hmm. Just Just do that and think about your children, think about your grandchildren, and you know, make these sacrifices, but I'm so against that mentality because the old school way. because that's literally the old school way. And that was like before, you know, internet was a thing and before all of these opportunities. And we were even talking about like Gymshark very briefly before. It's like you can do so much nowadays with like with internet, like you can become a Gymshark athlete. You can do all of this shit that you dream of doing. And that, and that before it was like kind of this utopian ideal that was like so distant and so far away. So far away. It's like, yeah. oh, like, I will never be Tom Cruise. I will never be um, Jim Carrey or whatever. But now you can create a YouTube channel and right. just, like, create your little movies and just, like, do your own shit. Yeah. And for them, like, that's something that they'll never really understand. They don't get it. They don't get it. So, yeah. so I always say this. Like, I love my mom. I, I love my dad. Um, nothing but love for them. But when it comes to, like, major decisions in life, I think it has to come from yourself. It has to come from within. Because if it's not 
Nicole making the, mm-hmm. the decisions, like someone else will. So either your parents, either your employer, like someone will make those decisions right. for you. Like they'll fill in that void. And it's better and, when you make that decision yeah. and you fail than someone else oh, make the decision and yeah. then you fail. Because then you're like, yeah. because of you yeah. and you start and pointing you fingers. Mm-hmm. And that's like the worst thing you can do. And it's funny that you say that because um, I was actually listening to a podcast uh, earlier today about creativity. And the guy said something so interesting that I just resonated with. He said that creativity is the ability to endure criticism, to endure ridicule, to endure hate, right? So it's like having the liberty and the strength and the discipline and the courage to just, like you said, fly out of the nest and just like grow your own wings. Like even if you don't have wings, like you'll grow them on the way down and you'll find a way like you'll you'll start flapping your arms like you'll you'll do something at least and even if you die once you get down there like you'll be able to i don't know like you you died on your own terms you kind of thing yeah like you died on your own terms so it's like there's like no one to blame right. i think that's so important it's like you 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 have to and i think that that was one of the questions right that someone said about failures it was what is your biggest failure yeah, i think so, Stemming off of that, what is your biggest failure, do you think, in life? Like, one thing that kind of hangs over you. Maybe. So you see, the whole career oh. thing, I wouldn't consider that a failure because mm-hmm. I'm really proud at the yeah, fact yeah. that mm-hmm. I finished my degree. I went off to have a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a failure. I just think it's like a little detour <laughs> it's to a where process. I want to be. Yeah, it's a chapter. But, um, <clears throat> a failure, let me see. I think, like, the biggest failure just growing up, even though I'm mm-hmm. pretty young, um, I would say, like, in my early, like, I'm still in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. When I was 20, when <laughs> I was, like, 19, 20. Like <laughs> yeah, two years ago. Yeah. I would just say, like, putting myself first in a lot of aspects. So okay. with, like, relationships. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm the person who gives you, like, 110% in same. anything. Yeah, same. So I try to. No, like, it's either zero <clears throat> or 110, right? Like, there's no in between. I, I don't do, like, half-ass shit. You like, can't. I either go all the way or I don't do nothing at all and I don't talk to you. Yep. So when it comes to that friendships, relationships, I've always, I always tend to make the other person. I want the other person to be happy. I'm just mm-hmm. a pleaser. Okay. I don't know why that's okay. just in my nature. Mm-hmm. If you want to go somewhere and I don't want to go, I'll go. Okay, you'll make that sacrifice. It's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not a picky person like if I'm that per, I'm that friend in the group chat where everyone's like throwing suggestions mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm cool with anything. Okay, yeah. That's me. Just go with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just go. So, I just and I I did that for a while and I just noticed I'm like, "Well, why am I not getting where I want to be or why am I not happy with myself? Why am I and I noticed because my whole life like I'm doing something for someone else or just I'm giving. doing it to like please yeah. someone else and I'm not doing things that I actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now, like, again, with the internet, you just listen to so many people and they're so inspiring. And you're like, why can I not do yeah, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why can I not be happy? Why can I not, you know, pursue my dreams? Why can I not do what I like? So I think that was, like, my biggest failure. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of people go through that. Like, yeah. you know, like, just loving yourself. I mm-hmm. think yeah. that's something I'm still working on. And, and just developing self-awareness, <laughs> right? It's like, it's so rare because like most people won't have that Mm self-awareness. Like most people are scared to like kind of stare themselves back in the mirror type of thing. It's like they'll, 
they they prefer someone else to draw them a picture of themselves mm-hmm. rather than look at the mirror. So like that's something that I've realized too. Like I I was kind of like that too. Um during my earlier 20s, two years ago, <laughs> two years. Um, like two like two to three years ago, 19, 20 years old, like I was that kid too. Like I would be down to do whatever, like let's go to a party. Okay, like do you have an opinion on what you want to eat? No, whatever, you know. Like, it was always like trying to like please everybody and get that validation from people mm-hmm. too. Like I used to seek validation. I used to want, like, to, like throughout my whole high school, um, I'll look back now and kind of like really cringe at just the thought of who I was then. Because I was that kid who was not popular, okay. but I wanted to be popular. Like, I wanted to be wow. recognized and validated by the popular kids and and just, like, you know, go to, like, get invited to their parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was very kind of gullible and susceptible to just what they, just to, to the standards that society mm-hmm. imposes, you know? Like, it's kind of, so now that I'm older, I'm like, that's all bullshit. Like, that's yeah. all stupid. Like Who even, that, like, remembers high school? Nobody gives a fuck <laughs> Nobody like, cares. Most of the popular kids in high school, and I'm not, like, throwing, you know, uh, shit at anybody, but most of the popular kids in high school, like, they're nowhere in life right now. Right. So, like, it's the irony of that. It's, like, you you just get thrown into that environment, into that little ecosystem, and you're, like, fuck. Like, it's either hunt or you get hunted. It's kind of like that. But that contribute greatly to just my mindset that I had at the time and then my pivotal moment of like change was when I realized that ego is just like ego is good but it's more of an enemy than a friend type of thing so it's kind of like you have to put your ego aside sometimes you have to analyze things objectively you have to remove yourself from the equation just like you went through that process for example you were very egoless right but Mm -hmm. then again you had to kind of like take your ego back and kind of like say like all right so what are we going to do what do we want fuck the friends fuck the relationship fuck whatever fuck society it's like what do we nicole and i right want to do and then yeah i'd say that that's one of my biggest failures too it's just a mindset thing it's like it takes time for you to develop that and And i always say that it's rare to develop that at such a young age because most people come part of growing up i think honestly it's and some people don't grow up that's the problem. That's the sad part. <laughs> they stay in that mindset. And I think we, we're we still growing up. Like, you're, yeah. you're never going to stop learning. You're never going to stop growing up. 100%. Um, and I just think, like, in high school when you said that, like, the acceptance thing, I, I understand that. Like, mm-hmm. I always wanted to feel like people accepted me. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, like, be, like, part of any group or anything like that. Yeah. I don't remember, like, feeling that. But just I wanted always people to like me. You know, Mm -hmm. did you ever get like that thing when someone was like, oh, yeah, I heard she doesn't like you. And you're just like, what did I do? And I'm just like, what did I do to deserve that? Right. Because and now now I'm just more like, oh, okay, like whatever. Like I kind of like shake it off. But before, like it used to like consume me. I used to be like, oh, my God, but why? Like, what Mm -hmm. did I do? I've never even talked to that person. Like what? Like what about me is like not likable? Yeah, and yeah. I because I like to fix things, like yeah, I said before. Picture, yeah. So when I find okay. that something's <laughs> not there, in, yeah. I need to be like yeah. I need to fix something about myself. Yep. But then you know that's that's just life. Like not everyone's gonna like you. Not everyone's gonna like your personality, your vibe, or your opinions. Yeah. And that's just. Do you like Drake? I do. <laughs> okay. Um, did you see his last interview? <clears throat> No, that, no, I don't like yeah, him like that. Like, I listen to his music. <laughs> Look at that. Um, so he said something about um, Kanye West um, not liking him, and he doesn't know why he doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. And he said something very powerful. He said, um, 
um, I, like I'm probably going to butcher this. Like I'm not going to quote it, but I'm just going to paraphrase it. But he says mm-hmm. something along the lines of he doesn't like me and he doesn't know why, but I can't fix that for him. It's like whatever reason that someone doesn't like you, mm-hmm. you can't fix that for them. It's like it's something that has to be resolved on their end. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of society nowadays, like that's the mindset that we start from. It's like, again, a lot of people live it like live in that mindset. Like they don't grow from it. It's like, um, all right, so someone doesn't like me. It's either fuck that person or I'm going to try to fix it and try to be likable to that person. Mm-hmm. And then you change your molding and your structure to fit into that person's reality type of thing instead of you defending your structure, building it on your own terms, and then just over time that person has no other choice but to either accept you, respect you, or either just completely ignore you. So, like, that's the mindset that I go into it now, too. It's like um, I no longer try to fix um, people's dislike towards me, for example. Like, that's just something that you have to resolve. And no matter what you do. No matter what you do, it'll never be enough. They're still not going to like you. They're still not going to like you. Never be enough. So, yeah, I learned that the hard way. And now it's just, like you said, I definitely think it's something within that person, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because if you're hating, if you're disliking, there's something there's wrong, something with, wrong you. with you. Because I, I never got, like, <laughs> I'm, I like to watch YouTube a lot and, like, I'll, like, look through comments just because mm-hmm. they're funny. Yeah. And, like, I'll see so many, like, hate comments to, like, these people that they don't even know. And I'm just like... Yeah, right? It's so weird. How can someone go on their laptop and just leave such a hateful comment to someone you don't know Mm -hmm. and just be like, go die or something like that deep. And I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, what are you going through? Because no one in their right mind says things like that. At least I don't. I don't. At at least not like in person, right? Mm -hmm. Like would you, from a psychological perspective, like what do you think that is? Because my opinion on that is like, all right, so... That person who says, go fucking kill yourself to a video of yours where you're just teaching, I don't know, how to do squat postures. Right. A fitness video. Fitness video. Someone goes and says, you fucking suck. Go kill yourself. To me, that person is a miserable, has a life that they hate, has a job where they're subordinate, right? Where, Where they're like, they have no voice. They have no authority. They have no saying in what's going on. They're always being told what to do. Um, and then they just have this platform where they can disguise themselves and just create a fence, uh, create a fake account. Mm-hmm. It could be your best friend who secretly hates your guts, for example, and just goes on fence mm-hmm. and creates an account and then goes there and says like, oh, you're, you're, you're this and that. And then your best friend's real account and then she'll walk back on to her other one and then go there and just post, oh, you're beautiful. Oh whatever. my God, you know, like, that's so scary. It's like that liberty and that freedom mm-hmm. scares me. It's like, think about like people, like people have so many personalities nowadays and it's like the internet just made it louder. It just made like that part that you suppress and you because keep Because you can hide now. Because you can hide behind a keyboard. You mm-hmm. can hide behind a fake avatar. You can hide behind a fake username. You don't have to, again, there's the lack of accountability. So like mm-hmm. that's. Internet to me is the lack of accountability. So like you can go on there and say whatever you want and you won't, you can go on Twitter and tell Donald Trump that you're going to, I don't know, just, I don't want to say it. Push him out a window yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like push him out of a window and you might get a few CIA agents, maybe if you make it like a legitimate right. threat. 
But you can go on there and say, like, fuck Donald Trump. Like, fuck and the nothing president. Nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Right. It's like, there's no accountability. Well, I think that's so why people say there's no filter because they mm -hmm. feel safe. They safe. just feel safe. Yeah. They feel that, like, security that nothing's going to happen to them. They can leave that comment and go live on with their lives. Yeah. Versus when you tell someone in person that mm -hmm. things are completely different. Things are going <laughs> to. And that's why I've never had someone outright tell me. Uh -huh. I don't like you or outright tell me something negative. Yeah. Thankfully, I haven't been like bullied or anything like okay. that. I've never had that, but I've had it through social media. I've had mm -hmm. it through like subtweets, through like stuff like of that. Course. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like not direct, but it's towards me. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that people like that, I just think it's insecurities. Yes. I think your insecurities speak so loud in yes. so many ways. 100%. Um through so many actions that you do um because i've noticed it in myself i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie and be like i've never been insecure mm -hmm. i've been insecure i'm still insecure about yeah. something sometimes and i notice that when sometimes i'll pick at another person and be like oh like maybe this mm -hmm. i'll notice but it's because yeah, i want to yeah, do yeah, that or maybe mm -hmm. because like i want to i want to yeah. do what she's doing or i want to i want to see that or whatever yeah. it is like i definitely think that and that's our biggest mistake. Like we're the first to be like, oh, people are so insecure, and that's mm -hmm. why they're, oh, that's why they're coming at me. Yeah, yeah. But it's really like you do that too, and you I feel that. like once you accept the fact that that's just part of human nature, mm -hmm. you get to, you're able to control it and able to like not police it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I think that once I like notice that about just people and myself, mm -hmm. I don't do that anymore. I try not to do that anymore. Yeah. I like I take a step back and I'm like, well, why am I? Why am I thinking that way? Why am I being negative? Yeah. You, that's just spot on, to be honest. Like, that's 100% it. And that level of self-awareness. Right. That's insane. Because, like, even once you're criticizing someone and you're, you know, like, maybe you're, like, low-key hating or you, you, uh, a post of your friend who's in, I don't know, Hawaii made you feel like shit kind yeah. of thing. It's like, and then you stop, though, and you take that time to, like, stop and reflect and be like, oh, shit, like, I'm feeling this because of this and this and this and like most people and then that's where the negative stuff come into play and so like most people let it consume them and then they'll go like oh fuck that you know and then they'll start scrolling through more pictures yeah. and looking at more pictures and then they'll start criticizing like oh like look at her bikini oh like who's this guy she's with they Whatever. try to pick at something pick at everything yeah. right and then if you continue to let it consume you it'll get to a point where her next post you already have a fake account that you created yeah, the day like, before. Yeah, like, you see, that's extreme. I've that's never extreme. done that. I swear, I have not done that. But I've never done, like, any, like, fake accounts or, like, right. e or, or like even Finstas and, like, playing mm -hmm. around stuff. Because, to me, I don't know if you've noticed this, um, because as of, like, recently, I've been, like, more low-key. But before, on Instagram, on my personal account, and still today, like, I'm the type of person where I don't really have a filter. Like, I don't really yeah. care. Like, I'll go on there, I'll make a joke, I'll talk about religion sometimes, I'll talk about um, just things that I feel and, th and that I, like, I believe in and that I have a strong opinion, because I'm a very strongly opinionated kind of thing. Okay. So I'm not that person who believes in, like, being PC on social media. It's like, I know a lot of people who go on there, and they're all like, smile, 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 smile. It's like, I'll go on there, and I'll just say whatever I feel like saying and stuff. So I feel like that, because of that reason, I don't really need that second option of like extending my personality and just putting on a mask and doing this and do that that's why i like doing this podcast too because it allows me to just like speak my mind and mm -hmm. hear from other people um hear the authentic the authentic side of people too it's like um 
you can kind of like put up a facade, for example, on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, because it's quick, it's fast. But in like a two hour conversation, that mask, quote unquote, fades, starts to have cracks in it. So it starts leaking out your true personality and your true self and just who you are as a person. And that's something that I think we don't have nowadays. Like it's so rare for you to have a conversation with someone, mm -hmm. especially like strangers, for example. Like before this, we were strangers. Mm -hmm. And now we're having a conversation. So like how many times do you now have we're that? Friends. <laughs> now we're friends. So like how like literally like every podcast guest, we became like we become friends through mm -hmm. this experience. It's like it's just that I don't know, like I think that people need to have this more, you know, just have this interaction and people don't have that anymore. So it's so quick for me to just look at your profile, assume something and, judge you. and then just mm -hmm. you're that now. Like you're not you. You're what I say you are. Right. Period. So it's like. Because what I put out there, you may interpret different than someone interpretation. else. Interpretation. Yeah. Everyone else will see me in a yeah. different way. Mm -hmm. So and you can't control that. But I think with the whole social media thing. I, I used to be like very careful with what I used to post. Like I used to be like, I can't post this because I look like this. I can't yeah, post yeah. this. Mm -hmm. I can't say this. I don't want to come off that way. Offend someone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like who cares? Like, You're so fucking literally, like who cares? Like, nobody's, <laughs> nobody really cares. Because if you yeah. you think about it, you don't care what – like you see what other people post, but you're just like, okay, whatever. Like yeah. you're yeah. not really like – unless yeah. like you – that's like, your best friend or someone yeah. super close to you you're in a relationship with, you might, you know, like yeah, care yeah, what care they post. Course, but yeah. for the most part, you're just kind of like, oh, nice picture. Okay, bye. Yeah. Like you keep yeah. scrolling. It's not that big of a deal. And that goes back to the whole thing about um, just being your biggest critic. Because I like to say mm -hmm. that I'm my biggest fan and my biggest critic at the same time. So it's like, again, zero or 110. Like, I don't believe in half-assing anything. And I can't, like, I can't take it easy type of thing. It's like, if I'm going to go to the gym, if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to edit the podcast, it's like, I won't eat, I won't sleep, I won't drink water. Everything else just, just ceases to exist. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. So... If you apply that to what you post on stories and you let that inner voice like tell you like, hey, like maybe somebody's gonna be offended here. Um, you said this and this, maybe you should delete it, maybe you know. But mm -hmm. really people don't give a fuck. Like they'll just go through your stories. It's like, oh, she's having a bad day. Okay. And the now, thing is what is John doing? And then right. you go like and you know, there's You're no... not the only person that they follow. Exactly. They probably follow exactly. a thousand other people. Yeah. And you're not that important. The and I think that's the whole part around. about yeah. being a little bit humble. I think yeah. we all think that the world, like everyone's focused on me. Yeah. And that's the mindset I used to have. Like when I posted in reality, like all my followers are probably not even like, they don't even care. They're probably just yeah. like, okay, like, like, yeah. that's cute. Bye. Yeah. They don't really care what I'm wearing or like the it's little that hair deep. that's kind of out. Nobody yeah. cares. But it's easier said than done. 100%. Always. Yeah. So. Like anything else in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just think you like learn and till this day, there's still stuff that I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't yeah. have posted that. Oh, maybe that's, oh, maybe that's too. a little too revealing. Yeah, maybe yeah, I don't want to put yeah, myself out there yeah. like that. But it's, it is what it is. Like you can't control what people think of you. It's do just, you, do you think that, um, women nowadays, like they have, they, well, I think they do like um, women nowadays, they have it a little bit harder. Like, like men, for example, how do I put this? Like in a fitness scenario, right? Mm -hmm. Like the standards that you have to be upheld to are way higher really high. than for men, for example, right? right. So like mm -hmm. 
especially if you're going down this fitness route, which you are, it's like, do you feel, how do you feel about the whole thing about like posting out videos, um, expectations? Like, do you feel like you have to be that you have to, I don't know how to ask this question to be honest. It's just like, no filter, just go shoot just, whatever you think. No, it's like, um, how do I word this? Basically, do you feel pressured to abide by a certain standard because a Gymshark model, so-and-so, has this body, has this physique, has this personality, and everybody gravitates towards that Gymshark model? Do you feel subconsciously or maybe consciously the need to kind of add those characteristics and like strive towards that right. goal because no of way, that. like imitate it yeah like um, what do you think about that okay that's a really like touchy subject i feel like um yeah i think it's for sure you get influenced like i don't mm -hmm. care what anyone says you're going to get influenced mm -hmm. by media yeah. as much as you don't care as as much as confident as you are that gymshark model probably is looking at another gymshark model and is saying oh, oh God, she, she has more followers yeah. or i want to do yeah. that da, 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 da. so Yes, I did 110% in the beginning, especially of my fitness like journey, journey or whatever. Yeah. When I first started, um, I would look at all these like fitness models and I was like, wow, like, am I mm. ever going to look like that? Yeah. Like, I want to look like that. Mm. Um, but I think with the, like the whole fitness thing, there's been times where I've been like so frustrated because I feel like, like I said, I put my all into stuff and mm -hmm. there was a point where I was... I had my my diet straight. I was mm -hmm. going to the gym. I was doing everything that I possibly could to get the results I wanted. At least so I thought so. I thought mm -hmm. at the time I was doing everything. Mm -hmm. I lacked of mm -hmm. knowledge. But okay. at the time, I yeah. thought I was doing everything. And I wasn't seeing the results I wanted. I wasn't where I wanted to mm -hmm. be. So I was, like, getting very frustrated with myself. And I would get upset when I would go on Instagram and, like, see a girl and be like, what the hell? Like, how yeah. does she yeah. look like that? Like... I do all her workouts. Yeah. It's clearly not working. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But, you know, you learn. I just feel like I've learned, as corny as it sounds, to mm. just accept myself. And be yourself. Yeah. You're never going to be the person next door. Ever. Yeah. You're never yeah. going to be them. And no one's ever going to be you. And that's the cool part about it. That's no matter point. how hard <laughs> someone tries, they're never going to be you. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. I don't know why. I think, like... No matter how hard anyone tries, like yeah. you can never be someone else. So, and the best you is the best version of you. Like, just try to be the best you. Don't try to compare yourself to someone else because you're never going to be them. And I'll never have the body type of someone on social media because mm -hmm. that's not my body. Because that's not you. Right. Yeah. As much as I try, like, for example, one of my biggest insecurities, I'm putting it out there, uh -oh. have always been <laughs> my hip dips. Okay. So, I don't know, you know what they are, right? Like, it's kind of like, you know hip how like or no dip? your hip your hip dip so it's literally oh, like oh, a dip okay, in uh -huh, your okay. hip mm -hmm. um so so basically you know how like nowadays like the whole hourglass is like yeah, yeah, body yeah. goals mm -hmm. like that's like mm -hmm. what girls strive for guitar um, type of thing right so that's just like my muscle like i can't control that as yeah. much you know i told myself <laughs> i was like all right nicole yeah. you're either gonna like love yourself for this yeah. or live your whole life miserable because you can't no matter what workout i do i could kind of like i could grow my thighs my glutes mm -hmm. to give the illusion but, but my, my bone structure is not going to all of a sudden flip out and mm -hmm. like change it's yeah. just not gonna happen so yeah i think that just learning to like love yourself and just because like now i see like so many girls on like social media and 
it's kind of like another topic, but like going to like plastic mm-hmm. surgery, mm-hmm. which if that's what makes you happy, happy, mm-hmm. like happiness is different for everyone else. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's cool. Nothing against that. But I have seen like a lot of people go through plastic surgery, like because of social media yeah. or for the wrong reasons, or mm-hmm. they do it for someone else to impress someone or yeah. to, to try to like mm-hmm. look like someone else. To, like replicate something. Yeah. And they do it for that, and they're when they once they do it, like you'll see like YouTubers who have done it, and then they speak about it, and they're like, "I'm still not happy." Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a lot to admit, but it's like they went through all those changes, and they're still not happy. And it's because yeah. no matter how you look, like you could look like you could be a ten out of ten, if you are not happy with who you are, then you'll see yourself as like a five or like half of what you really mm-hmm. are. Yeah, you're never gonna be happy. That's so, so true, especially with the whole. Um, plastic surgery thing i was listening to the show where um i forget the name of the co-host of it but she said that she put um breast implants mm-hmm. and then she had to remove them recently because you know they were giving her back pains they were giving her um she she also had um, she started having some trouble i think with like um some of the material got into her blood type of thing. Oh it was like God. some like serious shit. And then she said that it was one of the most miserable times of her life because of that, because she did it for the wrong reasons. And she did it at the time to impress, I think, the person that she was with. But that person didn't even like really care. And then and then she took it away and then she reduced it and then she took it out. And that person today likes her more for who she is now, you know, back to normal than who she was with, you know, the breast implants type of thing. And again, it's it 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 all derives from intent. It's like, what's the intention behind this decision? Do you want to do it just like you said? Do you want to do it for social media? Do you want to do it to replicate someone? Do you want to do it to impress a prospective spouse, prospective whatever it may be? Right. Or do you want to really do it to fulfill yourself? And if you're that, like, if you really have something that, for example, it, um, a lot of your insecurities stem from, and that will boost your confidence and boost your effectiveness you know, to act in society and to engage with people in a social setting. um, It'll help you be more confident at work or whatever. By all means, do it. You know, like that's you. But that's you making like a conscious decision. It's like you making a rational decision rather than emotional. And that's the hard part for, I think, a lot of people to accept. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of girls and even guys, whoever goes through plastic surgery, the first thing is like, this is something I've been insecure my whole life. That's Mm -hmm. the first thing they say. And they're like, the, I'm I'm so confident now. Like this is I need this. Mm-hmm. Like it's something I'm doing for me, not for anyone else. Yeah. And half of it's BS. Like I'm <laughs> half not even bullshit. Yep. BS because um, <laughs> I I I don't think that. Like sure, there's sometimes that I see stuff. I'm like, oh, I wish I could change this about myself. Like yeah. who doesn't? Like you know. Yeah. yeah. But Everybody wants at to. the end of the day, I'll never do it just because I know that if I'm doing it, it's not because of me. Because yeah. A lot of my insecurities have built because of situations, because of people, because of comments, not because mm-hmm. I thought they were bad, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, gradually, like, it, it, yeah, right. Like, it I've never, when I was like younger, like, not that I thought, like, oh my God, I'm the prettiest person. No, yeah. but I never had an insecurity. I really yeah. didn't. Like, the yeah. only insecurity I used to maybe have was like, my ears. I have like kind of big ears. Well, good okay. thing I'm wearing these headphones. <laughs> what but... ears? We don't take ears. <laughs> Not but... taking these out now. But <laughs> now, I... if you do, everybody will keep looking <laughs> no, at your ears. Like, Let me see. <laughs> okay, but that was like one of like yeah. the little things that used to bother me when I was like younger. 
But yeah. now that like social media is there, I've noticed so many other things that like mm-hmm. I don't like about because myself. Because of comparison type of thing, right? But it's like, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. if I were to change anything now, I know deep down, as much as I tell myself and other people that it's mm-hmm. because of me, I know it's because of that. I know yeah. it's because of other people. It's not because something that really bothered me because it only started bothering me now. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. I just think also like trends yeah. nowadays, like they fade mm-hmm. and you can't. Don't do something because it's a trend. Now, because then Like, the whole, like, big lips thing now is, like, a huge trend. So, you have to be careful because, like, not too long ago, like, the really thin eyebrows were in, and now Mm -hmm. thick eyebrows are in. And people, like, cringe when people have really thin eyebrows. So, like, with girls, it's really hard because, like... Because it's always changing. It's It's always always changing. So, like, you have to just be careful. And, like, I always say, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so... That's true, though. Yeah. yeah. And do you, do you also think that um, that also goes into fitness as well? Because I can't tell you how many times I've asked people, like, okay, so, like, why are you into fitness? And then that person will try to convince me that it has nothing to do with how they look. Like, it's only for the health aspect, right? Like, that mm. can be true. But, again, like, I kind of, like, deem that to be a little bit bullshitty type of thing. Um because you are inevitably doing it for the sex appeal, for the right. physical appeal, for the relationship aspect, you know, to like there's a lot of um, innate biological factors that come into play. It's like you want to get into a relationship. You want to attract a prospective mate. You want to like do all of these things that you really can't control because it's innate. Like it's in your DNA. Like you need it. Like we our ancestors right. evolved from that, evolved from like having a family, evolved from that structure. So, I don't know, like, I think a lot of people just do a lot of virtue signaling nowadays. Like, you want to be virtuous. You want to sound like you're above everybody else. And so you're going to say, no, I just do it for health purposes. I just do it to have a healthier heart. I don't care about, you know, all of these uh, people who just do it for the pictures. and stuff. But low-key, like, you're overcompensating. You want to take a picture. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) you can take a picture, bro. I won't judge you. It's like, it's okay. But... And then, oh, like, overcompensation comes into play because to me, anytime, like, anyone's overtly something, mm-hmm. they're often the opposite. Just like Joe from you, like, he's, like, he presents himself as being something and, like, under, you know, the um, covers or under the closed doors, he's com- something completely different. And I don't know, like, what do you think about just the idea of, pe- <laughs> like, what's your relationship with weights? With like, weights? Yeah, like why do you lift weights? Why do I lift? Okay, yeah. so the only thing I was going to say when you were when you were saying that, oh, um, mm-hmm. it's only for health reasons, I think it's very different sometimes when people do it like as a sport when like okay. they were in a sport at a young age. Mm-hmm. So for example, me. Um, I used to have this like um, neck problem when I was mm-hmm. younger. Not going to get into detail. Okay, okay whatever. Okay. I used to have this neck problem. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, the doctor recommended I um, – I was active to help mm-hmm. it. Um, so my parents were putting me in a lot of sports to see, like, what I liked. Mm-hmm. So I did ballet from when I was, like, maybe five all the way up to I was, like, ten. Oh, yeah, I was, wow. like, I did, like, competitive dance. And then I decided to quit. And then I got – once I was in middle school, I did softball. I did a few, like, sports. Never got too serious until I tried out swimming when mm-hmm. I was, like, 13. And I started doing club swimming. And then I joined my high school swim team. And at that time, like, I didn't join swimming 
with the idea of being like, I want to get fit. Yeah. Like I just joined swimming because I, I like to swim and mm-hmm. I had my friends there and it was, yeah, a, yeah. I the got to hang social out. Social aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't because like I wanted to, if you really think about it, swimmers don't have like the Crazy best, like, physiques. yeah, like yeah, yeah. the, the ideal girl yeah. body. They don't like, they have, like I have a huge bags. back. Yeah. yeah I, mm-hmm. I have a really broad back <laughs> okay. for my size and yeah. it's like really cut up and people think it's because I work out and it's, it's just from swimming. swimming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I started. I did swimming, and then I did college swimming. So mm. yeah, so I've been I've been swimming for like my whole life. I love to swim, and I actually joined this uh, the gym to swim because of the pool because I wanted to get better for uh, college swimming because uh, in college like it's more competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls are mm. a lot faster, and you know I didn't want to come in last place. So yeah, I'm like, I yeah, need a pool yeah. to practice in. Pool, yeah. So I joined the gym. Um, I went like I remember <laughs> with my friend. And she was like, oh, like, I'm just going to, like, go on the treadmill. Like, she didn't know what mm-hmm. she was doing either. And I was like, oh, I, I'm just here for the pool. Like, I remember yeah. telling the guy who signed me up, I'm like, do you guys have a pool? Okay, cool. yeah, that's yeah. all I need. Is it 25 meters? Cool. Like, that's all I all I really joined for. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, like, my friend, she became friend, friends with other people. And, like, I just became friends with other people in the gym and stuff. And, like... They introduced me to like weights and mm, stuff like that. Okay. And I was just like, oh, like, oh, I've never lifted weights. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I had that mentality like any other girl. I don't want to get big. I don't want to yeah, be super yeah. muscular. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea what it was. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, okay, like, I'll try it. Like, I'm an oh. open book. I'm mm-hmm. always down to do anything. So I remember this like, I oh, I also started working at the gym. That was a big thing. Okay. I got a job at the gym that I was going at LA Fitness for the pool. So then you spent like a lot of time in so that environment. So I was working there. Yeah. I became friends with the trainers. I became friends okay. with all the people that worked there. And all the people that worked there were like gym rats for the most yeah. part, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I got myself in that environment without mm. even noticing I was getting myself into yeah. that. And, you know, I started working out with like, I became really cool friends with this guy named Chris. Hi, Chris, if you're watching. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Yeah. He was a personal trainer. And like, I was working out with him. I got into the weights. And I was like, wow, like, I like the results. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. But then it became a physical appearance. Like, I was like, wow, like, my legs are kind of growing. I'm like, this looks cool. Yeah, like, I I started to, like, notice, like, my body changed and I liked it. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. And I also had stopped swimming. Like, I finished um, college swimming. So there was that, like, emptiness of physical activity that I was used to doing since I was, like, five. I've always been super active. So I needed to do something. And, like, swimming by yourself is not that fun. Like, when you're with your whole team, it's fun. But, like, when you're by yourself, not really. And then I had my friend um, who, like, we both, like – we motivated each other to go. Like, we both started going a lot. Like, we Mm. were so excited in the beginning. Like, it was so cute. Um, But, yeah, so we just, like... So cute. Yeah, yeah, we just, like, started. Like, we didn't know what we were doing, but we learned. Like, you just learn from people. You learn from, like, YouTube. Just, like, from so many things. And then, like, slowly, like, I just... It became my life, and I didn't even notice. Like... That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. It, It was so, like... I didn't go to the gym. Like, I know a lot of people, they go to the gym, they're like, I'm here to grow my butt in my legs. Yeah, specifically. But you started, like, not knowing what you were doing. Yeah, I just got myself into it by accident. (laughs) And and that's the God's honest truth. Like, now, if I tell you now why I still continue to go, because of the results Mm -hmm. and because of the way it makes me feel. Because I look better, I feel better. And you feel more confident and you feel just right. overall. So whenever yeah. someone says, oh, what motivates you? Mm-hmm. Results. Like results. That, that. that's what motivates me. Seeing results <clears throat> helps my 
self-esteem, helps my confidence, helps my day. Because if I'm confident, if I feel good, mm-hmm. my day's good. So it's just it's works. part of my life now. And it's just a routine you fall into. Like yeah. I, It's like I go to work, I get out, I go to the gym. Yeah. It's, so you go at night. Mm-hmm. Typically at night. Yeah. Wow. That's so insane how like... Because it makes perfect sense. Like your whole like transition into that space makes like 100% sense. Mm-hmm. Since you were very active from like a very young age at five. And then yeah. you had to just like fulfill that void. But speaking of routine and like building a habit, because it took time for you to develop that habit, you working at the gym probably most likely helped create that, that habit because you were always surrounded by people. And that topic was always on your mind. You were always involved with something related to fitness. Mm-hmm. And so um, typically it takes um, two months, uh, 66 days for you to develop a habit. And that's if you're like consistent, um, if you establish a daily routine and all that stuff. What's your opinion on New Year's resolutions? New Year, because new me, people new at year, the gym. What do you think about those people in general? Because I'll go on Instagram today, yesterday, like these days leading up to New Year's, and you'll see people talk about, oh, 2020, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for 2020. Um, 2020, I want this and this and this. Uh, 2020, I want to learn the piano. I want to learn how to swim. I want to learn. People will create all of these all of these things that they want to do just because it's a new year, right? And I have my opinion on that, on that, but I want to get your opinion on it first and see like what you think about the whole idea of just like new year, new me. Like, do you think that's, what do you think about that? I, whenever someone tells me like, let's say even just the gym, they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going on Monday. I'll start on Monday. Yeah, I always tell them yeah. like, but why not start today? Like it's yeah. only noon. Like let's Gym's go today. Open. Why Why are we waiting till Monday? It's Saturday and it's noon. We could go now. And I always, I tell that to my one friend. Yeah. I'm like, don't wait till Monday. I'm like, don't wait till tomorrow. Let's go now. It's still open. And um, it helps yeah, her. Yeah. She like, sometimes she's like, oh, that's so true. That's motivating. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. the the whole new year, new me aspect, I I don't know. It's... I don't think you should wait for a new year to Mm -hmm. change. And like, like that's the thing. People think they, because it's a new year, you can't just completely turn your whole life and change it. It doesn't work that way. One morning, you're not going to wake up and be like, that's it. Magical day. I'm eating super healthy, going to the gym because that doesn't last. Yeah. That's why, that's why people fall out because they, everything, I feel like you have to do gradually. You have to slowly get yourself to places. You can't just fly. You have to kind of like Learn how to crawl first. Crawl. Not even walk. Crawl, Crawl, then walk. walk, You know, and then slowly get up there. And I think that's why I'm so committed because that's how I did it without intentionally doing. That's how I did it. It like, it was a slow transition. I didn't just go in there and I'm like, I'm going to do this, 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 and that, and that's it. Yeah. Because you're not going to, you're not going to make it. Sorry to break it to you. New year, new me people. But it's not going to happen within a day. And um, just like, it's annoying because the gym gets (laughs) packed. Sorry. It does. So like, if if you're going to go, just please stay committed because it's really (laughs) annoying the first two weeks to the people who are there all year round. And then like, they can't. Or just go after I go. It's like, just like choose choose a different time slot. No, no. But that's like, that's exactly how I think about it. Like, like, I think it's important for you to, um, again, I try to see the good and bad in everything. So the good in the whole like new year, new me thing is because it's, opening that conversation like it's bringing that like it's bringing people to the table um it's allowing them to reflect on themselves it's awareness self-awareness so it stimulates self-awareness it's like oh like 
now you're given this opportunity to reflect on your past year, to reflect on who you were, reflect on what you've done, and maybe make those assessments of like where you want to go, where you want to take it. Like that's important. But the bad part is what you just said. It's like people set unrealistic standards and goals that are just not achievable. Like they're not atta- like they're not palpable. You know, like you can't really you can't wake up on January 1st and say February 1st I will be competing on stage. Yeah. If I start January 1st, like in one month you mm-hmm. want to like become Arnold, you want to become <laughs> it's like that's not possible. And so like again, learning how to crawl, learning then how to walk and creating like slow little incremental steps, incremental objectives like for example do you have like objectives for the gym like do you chart things out do you create schedules like 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 how do you go about your workout routine like do you have like so yeah so i I do have specific days that i work out certain body parts i try to switch it up sometimes because i don't like to get stuck to routine like and it's good for like muscle Mm -hmm. um i forgot the term i think it's muscle surprise or something um yeah oh shit I'm trying to think because now I'm going to be thinking thinking about it. Like the yeah, whole yeah. thing, the whole podcast, I'm going to be like thinking about it. Um, But basically, yeah, I, I have specific days though that I do focus on a body part. I don't really do like full body workouts. Okay. I kind of go in and I'm like, today I'm hitting legs, today I'm hitting shoulders. Mm-hmm. I hit every single part. I'm not like every other girl yeah. that just hits legs. Like I upper hit, body and stuff. I yeah. hit chest. I hit everything. So um, yeah, I just have like a specific day. And what I, I what I try to do, like specifically for my lower body, I do try to like increase the weight. I try mm-hmm. to go up on weight. Or if let's say a day I'm not feeling as strong, what I try to do is just go for more reps and do more yeah. of a high intensity yeah. kind of workout. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can still get that burn, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm just not feeling that strong yeah, that day because I didn't yeah, eat enough yeah. or something silly, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, I'll base it up on my mood, on but I'll switch feeling. it up. I'm, I like to switch it up, and that's why I love working out with people because yeah. you learn so much from people you learn a different workout routine it's motivating yeah Yeah. especially when you have a gym partner i always say that it's good to work out by yourself and like Mm -hmm. feel confident enough to go by yourself like that's always good because you can't rely on someone every single day but it's also good to have a gym partner because that pushes you sometimes Mm because there are going to be some days it's human nature that you're not going to be motivated Mm -hmm. there's going to be some days you had a long day at work you just want to stay in bed but if you have someone saying, okay, like, I'm, like yeah, hey, like, hey, like, I'm getting yeah. ready. Like, we're going to be there at six. You said yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I'm a person of my word. So I don't yeah, like to, yeah, yeah. I don't like to bail on people. Like, I told yeah, you I was going to be here yeah. at 12. I'm going to be here you at 12. You were very punctual, too. I, I was know, actually I'm surprised. I was like, holy shit. And I was a little bit late. And I'm, I'm very on time. Like, That's fuck. one of my biggest things. Like, I'm always on time. And I like, I just like to keep my word. So mm-hmm. whenever I make plans with someone, I'm most likely going to show up um, unless something horrible happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I yeah. think having a gym partner does help a lot. Mm-hmm. And I do encourage it. Yeah. It motivates you. Um, you learn new workouts. Yep. Which also, like, helps with what yeah. we're trying to figure out. What's that word? Um, I think it's... <laughs> it's not It's not well, muscle memory. We do it's, have um, Google. Oh, yeah. We have Google. So... Um, Hold on, guys. Let's shock like you shock the muscle. muscle. Shock, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, it's like muscle surprise, I think, or something. Uh, muscle surprise. Uh, Is that what it's called? Muscle surprise. Have you ever wished you could explore the muscle chasm? What? I think you just shock the muscle. I think it's like. I think it's muscle shock, right? Or it's like you shock. All right, hold on, guys. If you're listening or watching this, we're trying to figure this out. Um, muscle people who are probably like 
who are really like into oh attack. they're killing us right <laughs> they're now they're like, like they have no like, like they have idiots. no idea what they're talking fucking about uh, hold on oh yeah i'm not a professional so don't come at me yeah. i'm not <laughs> i'm just opening a gym so <laughs> i'm not a, a um, gym professional or anything or a fitness professional okay uh altering surprising <laughs> muscles it's not mind to muscle connection that's like when you focus on the muscle while you're doing the workout but Reverse sarcopenia, the strongest way to fight sarcopenia. I think it's you just shock the muscle. Honestly, shocking, I think it's that shocking you, your you, muscles, you, yeah, you, because you. you're surprising. It's like, and and it does have to do with the whole mind body connection thing. Because if you, for example, I did this recently where I went into the gym, focused on like four exercises. Like I'm gonna do these four, and I was like even like envisioning myself like doing it or whatever. Like on like on the way there. And then I got there and all like most of these machines were being occupied. So then I had to switch it up. And then I had, did like like different machines, different movements that I wasn't prepared to do. And what you notice is like your body is like, oh, shit, like, but weren't we going to do that? Mm -hmm. And so like you're like kind of lying to your body, you're shocking it. And it's better for muscle growth, I feel like. Right. Like when you said, oh, do you have a plan? Like, no, I don't like write down my workouts because mm -hmm. it honestly all depends. Like when I yeah, go at the time feeling. I go. It's also very packed, so I kind of yeah. have to work with what I got. So, um, I hate packed gyms. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. like, well, you want your gym to be packed. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I love packed gyms if it's, you know. If it's my gym. If it's fiber fitness, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, so it just kind of depends. So I don't really yeah. go with a set, like, I'm going to do Specifically this out. and that. No, yeah. I just kind of know the body part, and then I just work with what I got. But mm -hmm. I do try to switch it up as much as I can. So, like, I don't try to do the same exact workout because then you won't get sore the next no, day. You like, won't. you won't feel it. Won't. And also, like, the whole mind-to-muscle connection, that's so, so important because mm -hmm. I've gone, done, let's say, the same the same workout, mm -hmm. and I won't feel it if my mind isn't in the workout, if I'm not, not feeling the workout. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you, so you quickly brushed on, um, um, like, working out with a partner, how it kind of, like, makes you more confident in the gym and stuff. Um I found that, like, what's your opinion on working out? What's your opinion on, on being approached? Like, hitting on girls in the gym. Oh, God. Okay. Because this is a topic that <clears throat> I've always been fascinated with because I'll be working out sometimes at the gym, and then I'll look around. I'll see, like, Chad approaching um, a girl who's, like, obviously focused and just invested in her workout, yeah. and then he interrupts her workout to, like, give her some cheesy um, – tip maybe or tell her like oh your posture you know like that that little subtle mm -hmm. what do you think about that about approaching like picking up people um, at the gym okay so this is going to sound a little bit like i guess it's contradicting myself because okay. i got in a relationship yeah. by that oh, okay. by doing through that, that. Okay. okay okay so through that <laughs> same thing through the so it works guys so it does work <laughs> it does work it works okay. but okay but so it's how you go about it and it. just how you do it and then the reaction of the person. Mm -hmm. So, like, you can see if someone's not interested. You know yeah. what I mean? Or doesn't want to be bothered. Right. Like and, that. like, it's how you approach it. So, okay, the one that the one that did work out <laughs> okay. was just like, hey, how many sets do you have left? That's simple. That's mm -hmm. how it started. Project. That's not that's not weird. I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. a crazy person. I'm yeah. just gonna be like, oh, like I'm almost done or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or can I work in with you? Eh, that's kind of pushing it. If like that's I don't really of, like yeah. you, I don't yeah. maybe want to work in with you. But I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. But if anything, I'll just be like, oh, I only have one more left. Yeah. You know, 
that's already a hint that clearly I do not want to work mm-hmm. in with you. Just go away. Just go away. Yeah. Um, so I think like for girls, it is hard because um, a lot of people say like, oh, well, if you don't want to get approached, don't wear that. And yes. it's like, I hate when people do that because yeah. it's like, if I want to wear mm-hmm. my tight Gymshark leggings, I'm going to wear my tight gym, Gymshark leggings. Like it's not. You shouldn't be afraid. I shouldn't be that. scared yeah. because I'm wearing that to get approached in a weird way. Like yeah. that's just not, it's not fair, I think. No, it's not. I don't think it's fair. Um Obviously, there's like boundaries, like, you know, mm-hmm. how far you can go. Sometimes yeah, you see some yeah. crazy stuff and you're like, all right, well, how so, are you? Yeah, just I'm like even looking. I'm a girl and I'm like looking. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah. But, you know, just the other day, this happened to me and I was going to post it on my story. But then again, back mm-hmm. to the whole thing. I don't want to offend people. I'm okay. like, I don't want people to. I didn't want to come off across as like, oh, like I'm the shit. People mm-hmm. approach me at the mm-hmm. gym. I didn't want to come off across like that. So I didn't post it, but mm-hmm. I actually made the video mm-hmm. of like just saying something because I was really bothered. So on Christmas Eve, my gym closed early mm-hmm. and I looked up like what gym was open and the Crunch Fitness was open. Okay. So I went there, I got like a guest pass for a day and I was working out and this guy, like he kept looking at me and like making it super obvious mm-hmm. like that he was just like staring at me. And I feel uncomfortable because I'm doing a weird workout, yes, like, for my yes, glutes. And yeah, then, like, yeah. you're staring at me. And it's like, dude, like, I'm staring back stop. at you, like, trying to tell you, like, not, like, staring, like, hey, like, kind of staring <laughs> so at like, you, yeah. like, stop looking. And yeah. whatever. He clearly didn't get the hint. Comes uh-huh. up to me. And it's like, oh, hi. Just, like, hi. Like, he just says hi. And I'm like. Hi. I didn't even say hi. I was just, like, with my headphones. I was like, Huh? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, like, where where are you from? I, I've never seen you around here. And I was just like, what? Like, I just kept saying, like, what? Because I didn't. That's such a weird I, And I was, yeah. I was being so, like, you could tell just by my body language, yeah. like, I was uncomfortable. Body language. I, right. Yeah. And, like, by my face, like, I told you, like, I do mm-hmm. a lot of faces. So That's I was probably, awesome. like, That's cringing really mm-hmm. hard. And he goes and he's like, I forgot what he said. What did he say after that? He was, um. He was like, oh, like, where are you from? And he was, he repeated himself because I was like, what? And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know you. I'm like, I can't tell you where I'm mm-hmm. from. Like, I don't know you. You're a stranger. Social security number. I'm like, I'm like I don't yeah. know you. And he was like, oh, hi. Like, then he tried to introduce himself and he was like, oh, hi, I'm John or whatever. That's so weird. Like, and he gives yeah. me his hand and I shake his, I was like, no, thank you. I was like, I don't want to talk right now. Yeah. And I was just really blunt about it. I was yeah. like, no, thanks. Like, I don't yeah. want to talk right now. And he was just looked at me like, oh, okay. And then they get mad. Yeah. I feel like then they They get get, like, they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, you were not even all that anyways. And then they just walk away. And I'm just like, okay, weird. Wow. Yeah. Extended his hand. That's so weird. And then, and then I don't know if it was his friend. Uh Another guy came like five minutes later. And he was like, oh, do you know him? And I was just like, no. And Mm. he was like, oh, I thought you knew him. I was like, no, I don't know him. Like, please just let me work out. Like then, then it got to the point where I was like, Mm. oh like i just, just want to leave yeah, yeah so then oh and when i first came in when i first came in i, I had a guest pass on my phone i was mm-hmm. showing the girl at the front desk and this guy comes he's like oh i have guest privileges on my account she could just come in as my guest like and so she could save that for another day and then work out with me yeah and i was yeah. just like no no thanks like i'm good yeah. so this that was like the third the third wow. time three times and, in one day and like that doesn't happen to me in my gym yeah I think because I work there, so like, so people respect and you and they and right they, and they know you. Kind and of, I like, would always familiar. work out with my boyfriend at okay. the time, so yeah. like people just knew. So yeah. like I wouldn't get no creepy approaches or anything like that. But now it's like 
when I was in a new gym, I did get that approach and I didn't like it. Like I'm not there for no, for that attention. Yeah. So I literally did two workouts or three, I think, and, and I left. Wow. Because I felt that uncomfortable. And that's not fair. That's, that's I was so mad. That's not fair that I had to leave because people made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And just so. like applying a um, – because I personally, I love looking at things from like a biological, psychological framework type of thing. So applying like a biological one. And I study this. I had to study this before even entertaining the idea of opening a gym. Gyms are the most – sexually charged environments in modern day society other than obviously um strip clubs okay so like public spaces it's like one of the most sexually charged spaces because just like you said um people are undergoing these very awkward movements very um vulnerable movements so like especially women so women are you know doing squats doing lunges doing all of these exercises that put them in a very vulnerable vulnerable position right um Quote, unquote. And then even men, like, you know, like men also like put themselves in like vulnerable positions and stuff. But obviously there's that discrepancy between, you know, like masculine uh, strength versus female strength. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. Add on to the fact that it's sexually charged, men kind of have that like in a normal setting at Starbucks, you're more rational. Like I'm more rational before approaching, for example, mm-hmm. like I'll think about it first. I'll like you know, um, apply more reasoning to it. When you're in a gym, you have testosterone running through you, endorphins, you're like, there's like um, adrenaline rush. It's like everything just like seems the same. It's just Mm -hmm. like all melting together. It's like the feeling you get from hitting a PR is the same feeling you get from approaching a girl and it just like feeds you more and more. So like, Mm -hmm. you don't even think so. John or whoever the poor bastard was that just like approached you. It's, it's like it's weird. It's like, yeah, like even the way they approach you, it's like they don't even think about it. It's like, hi, my name is John. Like, is that like that's where are you from? Like that's the last thing that a girl I think would want to hear from a stranger. It's like, where are you from? Where do you live? It's like it's like, bro, like what the fuck like boundaries? Yeah, and I'm then, not just gonna tell you, hey, yeah, this is my address. Like, oh, this hey, is by where the I'm way, from. add me on Instagram. It's like, no. <laughs> And then the other guy um, who approached you and asked you if you knew him, um, Mm -hmm. I kind of like laughed a bit at that part, too, because I think it's funny because like that's a common um, strategy, too. It's like it's like, oh, like I'm gonna go now and then play the savior and play yeah, the like he saved um, protector. <laughs> it's like, oh, like I'm a protector now. I'm just like, oh, no. I'm not hitting on you. I'm just asking if everything's OK. It's like, bro, like that's like one of the older tricks in the book, mm-hmm. too. And then the other guy who just offered to like work out together, it's kind of weird. Yeah, no. Don't, don't. don't. I think you can tell when someone's into you, can't you? I can. Look, first of all, I wear glasses. So I have a problem with um, public spaces. So when I'm working out from a certain distance, I can't see your face. Okay. So so a girl could, could be like giving me all the right signals or whatever. And I could stare straight into her face. And just look away and not even but, notice it. But, like, when you but approach like her, just by, like, the first, like, hey or, like, no, no, no. something, you could 100%, totally tell, 100%. I feel Anyone, like. like. Body language, yeah. um, expression, the willingness to have a conversation, the way that she positions herself. Like, if she's, like, side, like, um, the positioning of the feet even. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, like, facing, t- like, outwards, like, towards, like, a different direction, it means that she wants to get away from that conversation subconsciously. I think because 
it, it seems oh. like you are. Like, I know it's because of my psychology background. Mm -hmm. Like, I tend to, like, evaluate people like that. And I, yes. I notice every little All thing. Yeah. And not everyone has that. So I have to yeah. understand, yeah. you know, not everyone can see those little signs. But because yeah. I do, I feel like everyone yeah. should yeah. for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you not see that? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I definitely, because I've been approached. And sometimes, like, let's say I do find a guy attractive. Yeah. So let's say he's asking me, like, oh, like, what does that work out or whatever something stupid yeah, yeah. i'll actually explain it but if yeah. i'm not into you i'll probably just be like your legs and like give you one word or like that's it, it. and yeah, like yeah, keep yeah, yeah. put on my music i won't yeah. take out my music i won't try you know what i mean so it's pretty yeah. like so that's obvious. you being kind quote unquote right because you're giving that person a first cue mm -hmm. and then just like you said like you kind of said like what and mm -hmm. you're you're like you you have a very express um um, expressive face so mm -hmm. he, if you have any self-awareness or any like again i also demand that from other people kind of too like i'm like how did you not notice what he or she just mm -hmm. did it's like did you not see that and people won't see that like they won't pick up on it so if he had like picked like was smart enough he would have picked up on that and said like oh, oh okay like nice to meet you anyways I'm not gonna never mind yeah, or just yeah. It. but then he didn't have that so then he persisted right. and then once you deliberately neglected him and yeah. you weren't being kind anymore like you're like being defensive now you're like and rightfully so and then he took that offensive and then he'll like start like muttering under like under yeah. his breath like oh like fuck her or whatever like she's right. not even all that or whatever you know like, yeah it's like the ego thing it's and like a, you bruised his ego and a lot of girls like they have that ability to just be like i'm not interested and that yeah just blunt, i've had some friends who literally just been like nope bye yeah. Yeah. and good for you but <laughs> It's not that, like, it's just my personality. Yeah. I can't yeah. just, like, outright be, like, bye. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's why I kind of give, like, that little, like, what? Like, you know, I heard mm -hmm. him. I just didn't want to hear him. Yeah. So I so pretended, like, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to, like, make you go away so you're not embarrassed in front of yeah. all these people, you know? And yeah. But if you're going to keep trying, then I'm obviously going to say something. I'm not yeah. just going to, you know, yeah. talk to you because I feel bad. No offense. Yeah. Look, personally... It, like I've I've never approached a girl like at the gym ever, um, but if I ever were to do it, for example, my opinion is I would wait until the girls like finish with their workout because first of all, the way I see it, again, like I like um, practicing empathy. I like putting myself in other people's shoes, so I think that's very important for you to like function properly in society, and I think that that's that's why I'm able to like pick up on things that other people don't, for example, because I like literally try to see it from your perspective. I'm mm -hmm. like trying to understand. Um, I wouldn't want to interrupt a workout because you're yeah. focused. You came to the gym focused. Like it took you effort. It took you energy. It took you, uh, you know, strength of mind. It took you like all these things for you to get in your car, come here to do this workout alone, whatever. I'm not going to interrupt. If I'm really interested and I really have to say something, I'll wait until you finish your workout. And then, like, while you're heading towards the, the juice bar, mm -hmm. like, I'll, like, try to, like, okay. tag along, talk, offer you a smoothie or something. Like, like, would you like to sit down and, like, grab a smoothie maybe yeah. or, like, talk and, like, do it more organically in a way that it's not, like, imposing mm -hmm. in your territory type of thing. And it goes back to, like, the whole biological thing, too. It's, um, gym is a very territorial thing. That's why people... They're like like fights break out between men there because one guy took the other guy's weights. It's like, but it's like so much testosterone and so much reason for you to get into those collisions yeah. that they're like you really can't hold back on it. And so it's very territorial. So I approach it from that perspective. I'm like, all right, look, and I'm not gonna be staring you down the whole time either. Like I'm just gonna let like let you do your thing. Yeah. And then if it happens that 
I finish when you finish and we both are walking in the same direction. Like, I'll just say like, oh, oh hey, by the way, my name is whatever. Let's right. grab a smoothie. But like, give value. And and, social, you know, right. Like, forward. don't come to me if I'm literally working out. Like In the middle of the set. Oh, like, you're, like, I, that bothers me. Sure, like, yeah. when I'm like... I'm like doing a kickback. Like I'm already in a very uncomfortable position. There's a lot of people, even though no one's really watching, yeah, but yeah. You, you feel like, you know, you eyes feel are like on everybody's you. Everybody's watching. That, that's you, right? just, I yeah. think, something everyone feels. Yeah. But, you know, I'm in an uncomfortable position. And then on top of that, you come and like you approach Hi, me. My name is John. Like, <laughs> it's like, the it's like, dude, come on. But like, if you at least like wait oh, till hilarious. I'm done, yeah. you know, maybe I'm walking to my other. Okay. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's cool. better. Yeah. Like, you know, and. And like I said, like, just do it in a casual way. Like, I think guys sometimes overthink it too much. And they're like, mm -hmm. just talk to me like I'm a person because I am. <laughs> like, just talk to me like I'm a normal person. And you'll most likely get a response. Like, yeah. that even goes for DMs yeah. and, like, social media. Yeah. You sent me an emoji, I'm not going to answer. Like, you, like, how can you respond to an emoji? I'm not going to answer to your emoji. One. I'll like yeah. it maybe, but I won't. I won't answer to your emoji, yeah. and if you're just like you're cute, great, thanks. Like, not mm -hmm. that doesn't mean anything to me. Every person that I've acknowledged in my um, story or in anything in my Instagram have been people like you who like you literally wrote something. Like yeah, you yeah, had a yeah, conversation yeah. with me. Okay, mm -hmm. that's gonna. I'm like reading. I got a sense of like just with that yeah. little bit. I got a sense of who you are. I'm going to answer most yeah. likely. Mm -hmm. But if you're just telling me like, actual, yeah. yeah, if you're just telling me like something stupid, like I'm pretty, yeah. like, great. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thanks for the compliment. I'm not trying to be bratty or mm -hmm. anything like that. But it's like, just talk to me how you would talk to me in real life. Because yeah. in real life, you don't just go up to someone and you're it's like, a, you're pretty. Heart emoji. Yeah. Like, you don't just do that. <laughs> just like, that's it. not, no. Yeah. No, so. and that's actually something that I always, um, so DMs, for example, I personally prefer to like send audio files mm -hmm. because because of that, it's like it's just a much more effective and efficient way of just conveying a message, conveying the emotion. Like you'll sense, you'll hear the intonation in my voice. You'll hear like it's just a better form of communication. And like DMs, for example, I personally suck at responding to them because of that, because I like I like giving people complete attention it's like i'll have a conversation with you through dms like i'm not the type of person that just goes there and says like oh cool and then just like sends it mm -hmm. um so i have like trouble because i waste a lot of time there but whenever i like try to like you know talk to someone like i legitimately like put the effort into it and like have a conversation because like i'm personally i'm very against the superficiality aspect of things so i'm against anything that's like really superficial so for example i have friends who reach out to let's say girls right mm -hmm. and they do just that it's like they send the emoji they send whatever it is they compliments or whatever and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i'm just more of the type that i like to have again just like treat the other person like a person like a person it's like like have a conversation it's like it's not that hard it's not just because you know I don't know. Man. And then it's that just, just goes to show, like, uh, let's say, like you mentioned, a friend of yours, let's say, mm -hmm. sends an emoji and it works. Then that just, that just gives you a sense you of who that, that girl, exactly. how that girl works, how exactly. how her form of conversation goes. She, yeah. that's all she needs. No offense to that person, but yeah. that's kind of like she's cool with that. She's cool yeah. with just a hard eye emoji. That's something that's that for her is a conversation. Mm -hmm. For me, that's not a conversation. Yeah. So. Yeah. That just doesn't fly with me. Like, it doesn't and go. Again, it's just like, 
if that makes that girl happy mm-hmm. and it makes my friend happy, yeah, cool. All the they work out. Like, yeah, like they, they're, they're perfect a good for match. each other. Exactly. Exactly that. But that's just not my personality. <laughs> I'm a huge talker. That's yeah. why I'm here. So, yeah, yeah. um, I can't, I can't do that. We and, can't keep a conversation going. And also, recently, I spoke with a friend of mine, Tanya. Um, she told me about like the idea of um holding standards, right? And we had like a long conversation about it, and. Nowadays, it's like people will kind of criticize you and crucify you because you uphold standards. So then again, just like you touched on occasionally, like, I don't want to sound bratty. I don't want to sound egotistic or whatever. But holding standards shouldn't be a reason for ridicule. Like people shouldn't criticize you because you hold uphold standards. Mm-hmm. Like people should admire that and be like, oh, like she's not that type of person who who's, you know, who like that suffices like that's enough to like get her engaged or get her whatever so having standards is something that people nowadays like they just don't have it because they're scared like they're scared of other people thinking that they're better than them but it's really not it's like yo like hold standards hold out and eventually someone will come along who you know be it relationships be it friendships be it jobs be it whatever just hold that standard like that's the thing everyone has different standards so like you said that may be her standard that's just not mine so i think that's why you're always going to get judged no matter what standard you have because not everyone has your same values and your same opinions and Mm -hmm. not everyone grew up like you so and just like you said everyone is everyone right so Mm -hmm. no one is anyone Mm -hmm. does that make sense no that makes sense (laughs) i don't know if that makes sense um but yeah it's like What's your opinion on? Okay, so we spoke on picking up girls in the gym. We're all over the place. <laughs> We're <laughs> all over the. But that's the whole style of this podcast. Like, say whatever, you know. Um, what's your opinion on picking up, getting hit on in clubs? Do you? Th- obviously, clubs are like more, like you're kind of going for maybe like subconsciously that mm-hmm. reason to like meet someone, hook up or whatever. Even if you're not, if like even if um, if you're going to a party of your friends or it's her birthday. You have a more um, your tolerance threshold is bigger. So like, yeah. if someone does hit on you For and sure. you're attracted, then you're okay with it. As opposed to the gym, like even yeah. if you're really connecting, like you're kind of like oh, still. Like, it's still a little uncomfortable, yeah. right? So, what's your opinion on like it's, getting hit on? It's at the club? definitely, I think, more aggressive. A little bit, yeah. Like you know, if you're. The gym is like just uncomfortable because, like yeah, I said, awkward. Yeah, yeah. Not the right place. If you have another way of doing it, do it that way. Yep. But um, in a club, yeah, like you said, you do. You get ready. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're putting yourself in the best in the, in the best way you could be. Possible, At least yeah. me, like I try to get ready. I put course, on, let's yeah. say, heels. I'll put on a dress. Something I yeah. won't. I won't come in sweats. Like you yeah, know, it's yeah, something yeah. you put your your best effort in. So you're kind of more presentable. You're more confident. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, and. Even if you're going just for, like, a friend's birthday. Like, I'm thinking when I was, like, single and everything, I used to go and um, I used to go and just, yeah, like, not necessarily go looking for someone. But if it happened, it It was cool because, like, you're there to dance. You're there to have fun. You're not there to, like, you know, just work out. Like, you're kind of there for the socializing aspect. You're there to socialize. So um, I definitely think you're a little bit more easier i guess on the guy maybe mm-hmm. if they approach you you know because mm-hmm. you're more like in a happy environment and that yeah. kind of stuff dancing um, and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. i think the only thing is don't don't get too close like don't yeah. 
don't start dancing with me if I don't even know you. Like, that's just the wrong way to do yeah. it. Uh, that's happened. Not not just to me, but, like, I've seen it more with, like, some of my friends. Like, we'll just all be dancing. And, and all of a guy. sudden, there's just someone behind me. And it's like, oh, hello there. Yeah, yeah. And, again, like, some yeah. people are down for that, which is totally cool. There's been, I'm going to, again, I don't like to be that person who's just like, people do this. People, yeah, yeah. I've been down for that sometimes, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I've been down for that when it's like, yeah, I don't know you, but fuck it. Let's dance, yeah, you know? Yeah. I have a few drinks. Like, it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. But there are other times Ideally, where, yeah. right, but there are other times when you, that's not what you want. And yeah. it's like, you know, just be respectful. I think, like, just be respectful towards other people. If mm -hmm. you could totally tell if a girl, if you're behind a girl and she's just like, whoa, mm -hmm. that's your cue and to, you that's there? your cue to, like, move away, not to follow her to the next, yeah. her next destination, Into her next, next journey. Like that guy was saying, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree 100% with that. It's like boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the main takeaway. It's like, and I think that boundaries are accentuated depending on the place that you're in. So if you're at the gym, your boundaries are much more fortified because it's like, mm -hmm. bro, like, you know, like this is awkward. Let's not fucking do it. But if you're in a club, then, you know, it kind of gets more smoothened out. It's kind yeah. of, you know, more lesser evil type of thing. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I wanted to segue with this. I had something in my mind I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So. Because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I don't know why I've been thinking. Of, Do you want to hit someone up in the club? Is no, that why no, you're No, 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 no. <laughs> see, like, that's you playing the psychological part. I see you. I'm just um, joking. No, no, but no, it, it's because recently, like, I've been, I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, I think I was having a conversation with a friend, too. And we were just talking about the idea of relationships in this era of, like, social media type of thing. It's like... For example, I don't. I think it's been over a year since I've been in a serious relationship type of thing. Um, and to me right now, like I'm just at a position where I'll look around. I'll see, again, friends who are down to go to the clubs every weekend, um, hit on girls, um, hook up, have like one night stands or whatever. And they're cool with that. Like that fulfills them. That makes them happy. Mm. But I feel like deep down inside, like I've outgrown that phase um, a long time ago. So personally, like I'm not the type of person who will be that guy who like intrudes in a girl's space at the club and like starts dancing with her. Like I yeah. just don't, I'll just stick to my crew. I'll, I'll just enjoy the music or whatever. But if it happens organically, some shit perform like, okay, but like I'm not the guy who goes to the group of friends, to the group of random girls. Yeah, and try, yeah. Like I don't do that. My friends will do that. And they'll be like, yo, like, like three girls over there. I'll take the one over. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll just stick here. You guys go have fun. So I'm at the position right now where, and I just want to know if you think this is weird. It's like, I just want to have a, like, if I get into a relationship, it has to be with someone who I resonate with both, um, just like mentally, uh, spiritually, even, um, just like in all facets of life. It's like, it has to be someone that's, I don't know, like substance, right? Like I'm big on substance. Again, like upholding standards. So a lot of people may say like, oh, like you're, like you're creating this utopian ideal of a relationship in your head and you shouldn't do that because then you'll never find someone or whatever. But I just uphold this standard where it's like, because I'm at a position right now where I need to like focus on my work type of thing. So I can't really allocate time and energy to like kind of 
kind of meet someone at a different level, okay. if that makes sense. So it kind of has because the effort that I'll put into like going down and then coming back up again and just making that transition all the time mm-hmm. will just take away from my energy towards what's meaningful to my life and what I find purpose in. So in my opinion, it would have to be someone that's like a, 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 an even playing level feel like someone that's also invested in their own journey and their own stuff and doesn't take away kind of thing. Like it doesn't hold you back, but it pushes Just you helps forward. You. Like Just building, adds. building mentality, yeah, building together and stuff. So like that's my opinion. Um, do you think that's like because nowadays on social media, like I follow people who have different relationships every other month kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. they'll look. They'll like finish one relationship, hop to another. Like they can't stay alone type of thing yeah. too. So they're not comfortable enough staying alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just very comfortable in like. That's good. Being alone, being satisfied with myself, being satisfied with my journey and with what I have, you know, planned until that, you know, the roads cross. That and person then, yeah, comes. Yeah. yeah. I think you for um, sure have to like love yourself first to love yeah. anyone else. Yes. Point period. Um you can't go into something if just you don't. Just end the podcast yeah. right there because that was yeah. it. Bye. See ya. Peace. <laughs> that was it. Um, but honestly, with that whole like situation about like people, you're good. You're going to make mistakes, like because like for example, me growing up, mm-hmm. there's been people that I've met that there have been so many red flags, like mm-hmm. literally in my face, red flags. Nicole, that's not what you believe in. That's not mm-hmm. the type of person that you want. Too. You yeah. know. But yeah. you ignore all those signs because you're... You're in love. You're in love. Yeah. I thought I was in love, you know? <laughs> of course. Air quotes. It's yeah. love. Um, but you're not. It's just... Um, what's that word when you're just like... Hypnotized. Yeah, you're just like... You're very attracted maybe to the person. Mm-hmm. You, Whatever it is. But it's not love. Like, And you won't know that, I think, until you do love someone sometimes. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I probably thought I was in love like I'm a hopeless romantic so sometimes Mm -hmm. maybe I thought I was in love like three Mm -hmm. times but really I wasn't and I didn't find that out until maybe I actually did fall in love and it's Mm -hmm. um it's like you just you just grow from that I think I think finding someone that has your you don't need someone to be exactly identical to you because then that's not good either you want to learn you want to learn from someone someone else I honestly Every person I have met, Mm -hmm. I have no grudge, no hate towards anyone. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I learned something from each person. Even if they were, quote unquote, not the best person, I learned something from them. Even if they did me dirty, I learned something from them. And I appreciate that. So that made me who I am today. And that's why I am here today, sitting here with you, talking to you for whatever reason. And comfortable about mm -hmm. talking about it too. Yeah. So I think I, I don't regret anything. But you you do there's that always that confusion where you think you love someone but you really don't and I think it's really important to just always stay like very close to your values yeah. and just like you know don't push them away because someone else has a different value like yeah. it's okay for someone to have a different opinion I'm very open minded and I mm-hmm. like different opinions I like to understand the other people's you know opinions and how they think and yeah and all that mm-hmm. I love that but I like there's certain things. That I shouldn't, you know, neglect because of someone. Because of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's like the most important thing. And also, yeah, finding someone that's mm-hmm. at your level in a sense, yeah, yeah, like in yeah. the same path, mm-hmm. because it's just gonna Frequency help. Too. It's, it's, it's going to help yeah. so much. It's yeah. you guys are just gonna build instead yeah. of like someone bringing you down. Because yeah. if you go with someone, like mm-hmm. you have all this planned out, you're working on yourself, you have like you showed me your layout, like mm-hmm. you're actually doing stuff. You're yeah, not talking, working. you're doing it. And if you go with someone that 
doesn't have that mindset and who's yeah. just like bringing you down and just wants you're just to like, chill. waste time yeah. you're gonna waste yeah. time so you have yeah. to find someone with that same drive but what you said about the happiness thing like that's that's literally it where um people go into relationships expecting the other person to bring them happiness type of thing right mm-hmm. it's like to me that's the most like the craziest thing that you could do to someone is put that burden on their back it's like put that responsibility onto them mm-hmm. it's like it's so much responsibility that you're not able to you know um take it yourself and you're giving it to someone else it's like all right so now you're gonna make me happy it's like mm-hmm. that's like, a lot <laughs> and now you have to make yourself happy and make the other person happy so it's like that load it's like that's so unfair in my opinion and that's why you have to be able to go you know stretches of time like finding yourself finding out who you are finding out your values just like you said um and just basically figuring out who you are and what you can bring to the table so that when the time comes you can actually have like your full self to offer mm-hmm. without you know taking away or you know um holding anybody back i feel if mm. that makes any sense no yeah and n- <laughs> Now, there's this um, metaphor um, about like puzzles, but I I forgot how it goes exactly. It's like everybody has their own puzzle and everybody has all the pieces that they need to complete their puzzle. But those pieces come only through experience and through self-awareness. But what people do is they don't have the patience to build their own puzzle. So they look outwards and they expect those pieces to be found in other people but everybody's mm-hmm. puzzle is different so it's not gonna work no matter how hard i try to take all your puzzles from you all your pieces and try to attach them to mine to complete mine it won't work because i'm responsible for my own puzzle mm-hmm. and you're responsible for yours and then together once it's complete it's finished we can kind of put both the puzzles together and create a better image and then you know and then build off of that just make a bigger puzzle just make a bigger puzzle and then just start new phases and i used um a different analogy too um in one of the past episodes about like jumping off a plane with someone so like relationships the way that i see i'll it. never do that i'm scared of heights <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's say that hypothetically nicole is not scared of heights and you were to you know jump off a plane with somebody uh parachuting right okay <laughs> i'm just like thinking about this like nope not gonna like, okay like holding out to the chair like okay um but let's say that each relationship is that it's that free fall so you have to first build the confidence with that special someone that you will be comfortable enough and rely on them and trust them to jump off together. And then during that free fall, you guys will work together and hold each other, you know, um, in position to fight against the winds and the storms and the tribulations and all that stuff because you guys have a, a um, aim on the ground where you guys are like aiming to land on together. So for you to land on that on that, um, how do you call it? That marker or whatever on mm-hmm. the ground. You guys have to work together. So you have to like be like act as a unit to withstand the storms and then yeah. hopefully land together on that target. Target. Once you land on that target, then you can get on the plane again. And then like let's say that that first free fall was the initial phases of the relationship, and then the second one is marriage. So now you got to go through marriage, and then you successfully make it. And then children, and then you've got to do children. And then, so like, it's all these free falls, but you have to work together as a unit. You have to depend on each other, rely on each other. You're a team. You're a team, yeah. You're literally a team. You're like one unit. 
It has person. to be like that person has to be your best friend, has yeah. to be like your team, like it's the extension of yourself kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has to be part of you. But at way. the same time, it it it's best if it's a little bit different too. Yeah. Because if it's like exactly like you, like it gets boring, right? Like it gets kind of like monotone. It's like Like just imagine you saying something and like me too. And like too, you're saying, me too, me too, me too, me too. Yeah, same. Yes, man. It's right? going to be like, yeah. all right, like you don't have like don't your have own opinion. opinion like, like, yeah, you, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the core value is what's important. Yeah. I think yeah. that like deep down value. Mm -hmm. But now from that, that doesn't mean that our opinions are going to be the same. It doesn't mean that our the things we like are going to be the same. There's yeah. going to be, you know, it's it's a big word, like your yeah. core values. Like it's like, yeah. there's so many factors into it. So mm -hmm. I think that as long as that's the same, that's good. You know, like it's a, uh, the person's a good person. They're yeah. kind to others, like mm -hmm. things like that. But from there on, like personality stuff like i like when someone's different it's okay to like I not like agree that. on everything because yeah. like for example i'm a pretty outgoing person i um i'm very i'm social mm -hmm. so i like when sometimes a person can bring me down a little bit and like calm me down mm -hmm. i like someone who's a little bit more reserved i like someone yeah. who's a little bit more private mm -hmm. just because, because it i because it it brings yeah. me down a little bit because sometimes i may go up too high and it's mm -hmm. like hey nicole chill Relax. and then that person i help them maybe they're a little bit more shy maybe they're not as outgoing but maybe mm -hmm. i'll take them out of their comfort zone and be like hey do this like yeah. try this out and it's it's like good it's a good balance 100%. i don't think if you have two people exactly the same it's not gonna work out. It's not gonna work out. Yeah. And if you have two people that are like complete opposites, like one hundred percent opposites, like out. that shouldn't even be a thing. To be it's honest, a, it's a balance. It's, it's just, a balance yeah. thing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Balance is. That was just important. I'm just thinking if I should like touch, touch on like the specifics of like my. I'm just gonna use um acronyms. I'm just gonna like <laughs> just uh, <laughs> let's your say your own personal experience hypothetically, right? Um, for example, like you said about learning things through experience, and I can't agree more on that because it's again, you could read a book on relationships, but until you go through a relationship, like you're mm -hmm. never gonna understand it. Um, and the red flags, waving like waving the red flags in your face and you not seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through that, and they were very big red flags. Where, for example, the core values kind of were in conflict. Mm -hmm. So a person that's an extremist, the person that holds, for example, um, I don't know how to say this without being too blunt and too obvious, but I'm going to just say it. You me. could just use another name. Okay. So, I would just like say Becky. <laughs> Becky, <laughs> I don't know. right? Becky. So my, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> it's already out there. You already said it. It's already out there. So I'm going to just start saying. Um, so for example, my last relationship, right? Mm -hmm. um, we started dating and everything just clicked. Everything was amazing. Everything was awesome. Um, but there was this like overwhelming elephant in the room that I just didn't see. And that was the diet portion of things. Okay. So veganism. Do you know about veganism and all yes. that stuff? So those people, they can be very, very intense. Oh, yeah. Right? So they're very like radical um, I remember you said that when, when um, I don't know, what did I post? My pizza? And it was like vegan? Yeah. And I yeah, was like, I, I, and then you suggested yeah, something. Then, I was like, is it non-dairy? You were like, are you vegan? Yeah. <laughs> I asked you that because. <laughs> because I was like, no, no, no. I just I'm try like, to stay away from dairy sometimes. I'm like honestly traumatized. 
like that like i'm traumatized by like you were going to cancel this podcast (laughs) if i said yes that i'm I'm vegan uh, never mind my house caught on fire Uh, can we push this later um no but yeah but like see but but that bad experience kind of left me now on this like thing against vegans but it's not really like that i'm against them it's just i'm more cautious now more aware so at the beginning i didn't even really know what veganism was to be honest so like when she told me that she was vegan, I was like, oh, okay, so you just don't eat meat or any animal products, so this is okay, right? Like, you can yeah. sit there, eat your whatever, and I'll eat my steak, and we should be fine. Like, as right. long as you do I, you, I, I thought, do me, right? I thought that's how it was. Now I'm, I thought I'm too. about to learn something new. I thought, too. But depending on the level of <laughs> oh intensity, God. it's like slowly that person <laughs> wants to change you. So that's what gotcha. it got to kind of thing. It got to an ultimatum where, you know, um, she told me essentially, like, I can't be with anyone who eats meat or animal products. So if we want to continue this, you'll have to stop eating meat and become vegan, basically. And then I told her, it's like, I have my core values. I have, like, this is who I am. I don't change for my mom. I don't change for my sister. I don't change for anybody. You either accept me as I am or this won't work. Because the moment you start pivoting and you start changing for someone else, that's when you lose your own identity and you lose yourself along the way throughout that relationship. So basically, like studying, for example, like very um, chaotic relationships, if you look at that where one person can change the other so drastically like that, like changing their diet and their lifestyle, that person, like, it, like it'll work for some time, but then once it inevitably crashes and burns... Mm-hmm. That person who changed lost a chunk of themselves because they've been brainwashed. And so, like, that right. person gets the most, um, I guess, just broken from that interaction. So, like, I was aware of that. So, like, and that goes for any relationship, be it friendships, be it just anything. Like, never, never um, pivot on who you are. Like, never give mm-hmm. away. Like, never succumb to, like, influences and and just people imposing stuff. So... That's what I learned from that. So I'm very cautious now with, like, you know, there's the veganism. vegan community. <laughs> but it's crazy, though, because people can um, take that as, like, an identity. Mm-hmm. So that person, she was her name after, second. So first it's vegan, then it's her identity. So, like, that is who you are. That's her, right. So, like, that kind of, like, in, um, tra- like transcends, like, even religion. Like, people who are extremely religious right. people, like, you can't say anything crazy that they'll like you know walk away from you or they'll call you out on it it's the same thing it's just like for dieting so it's like that need and look the intention is great like you want to save animals you want to be virtuous and you want to do that but all right so like that's you like don't impose it on me i totally like applaud people who do have that like ability to do that right like cool for you like it's great but um because it's it's for a good cause you know it's a good thing but at the end of the day i think like for example Becky um she should have you know if she knew that was so so important to her and such a core value like I wouldn't get in a relationship with someone who doesn't have that like that would be one of my main like things off my checklist you know not with the idea of like okay he's not that but like I'm gonna change him Mm -hmm. and he'll be that one day because you see that that's like that's already the big mistake like you can't do that like you have to accept the person how they are from like when before you met them now it's not bad if, you know, maybe she introduced you to like, hey, like try this mm-hmm. and you tried it and that's yeah. cool. And maybe like you changed little things like, hey, maybe I won't consume milk. Maybe I'll have almond milk because like mm-hmm. that's something easy to change. Yeah, right. Steady change, but yeah. to want you to completely cut out like yeah. something, that's 
not right because just like you're accepting her mm-hmm. by being vegan, she has to accept you by not being yeah. vegan. Like yeah. that's your decision. And yeah. and it's fine if that's one of her like like I said, that's something in her checklist or something mm-hmm. that she looks for in a guy. But then she shouldn't go into a relationship thinking I can change that person to yeah. Yeah. feel that. Like that's not right. Because I don't think that's that's right. just unfair, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. So, you know, so like that just that's a huge red flag. And then from that, you learn now that, for example, next one, next relationship in the future, it's like, look out for red flags. But that all comes from experience. It all comes from like getting hit, getting like, just, you know, Mm -hmm. going like going through those hardships, I feel. And that really like pulled me back too because it was during that phase that, that I realized what I just told you before. It's like, I need to find someone now that like is on the same level kind of and just... Mm-hmm. synchronizes frequency wise like it's on the same frequency and is working towards something because if that person is working towards changing me like towards me kind of thing it's like yeah. they're not focused on like something that they're doing and they want to change me and pull me back like that doesn't work it's like yeah no you so can't stupid. if that if that's like her main focus is changing your diet changing no. everyone around her and stuff and like that's, that's not that's not possible and like yeah yeah, I'm sorry, whoever you are. Becky. Like, I Becky. love chicken nuggets, so. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yo, chicken tenders are great. No, like, I I'm love... so sorry. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, this girl's horrible. They're going to, okay, the fitness community, yeah. the vegan community, community is like tearing us apart. Right gonna, I don't give Everyone's just going to get like thumbs down. I come from a Brazilian household, so I don't know if you're familiar with Brazilian cuisine, but it's like, it's a lot of shuhasco, a lot of um, meat. A okay. lot of like barbecue meat. It's like it's just like the best cuts of meat and stuff. So I grew up in that environment yeah, yeah. and I love it. I love meat. Yeah. So I'm sorry to all the cows who, you know, get No, it's so sad. Like, okay, I see the videos and I there's been too. so many yeah. times where I'm like, oh, like I, yeah. I want to. But it's just it's really hard when you grow up eating meat every single day and yeah. just consuming products that have dairy. It's really hard to just like Yeah, to just switch. cut it on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and if you look at it from like in like in ancestral standpoint, we evolved from eating meat. Like we evolved from hunting. We evolved from, and then now I think that a lot of this um, political correct um, culture kind of influences everything now. Like everybody wants to dictate what you eat. Everybody wants to dictate what you wear. Everybody wants to yeah. like change you and work on you. Like work on yourself. It's like stop trying to change the world like change to yourself fit into first. this mold of being accepted perfect. and being yeah just so you're not bashed on twitter just yeah. so people don't um cancel you like cancel culture like that's so stupid it's like dude just take care of yourself just be who you are right and speaking of being who you are uh this is a very um natural segue again we're all over the place because like that's the whole thing of the podcast yeah. i try to keep it like as varied as possible but i just really want to know like do you plan your life ahead of time? Like, do you see your, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, do you do that or do you just, or are you just the person that goes with the flow um, and you don't really give much thought into that? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you have that? No, yeah, I definitely um, have, I'm a planner. Okay. I will admit, I do, mm. I do plan and I do like to think ahead, but to an extent. To an extent, because you can't predict everything. I don't, yeah. I don't like to be like, when I'm 28, I'm going to do this and I'm going to have kids at 29. I'm going to get married mm-hmm. at this age. No, no, no. I don't do that. But I that's do. setting yourself up to fail. Right. Type of thing, Again, the unrealistic expectations that you set for yourself. Like you're doing harm everything. to yourself. And yeah. then when it doesn't happen, you're crushed yeah. because you had this whole image in your head that mm-hmm. didn't come true. Mm-hmm. So 
for sure. No, I don't do that. But I do plan things out in a sense like I'm working, but I'm going back to school. Okay. I'm working for my master's because I, I want to have my career. Like I want to have yeah. my dream job. Yeah. So in that aspect, yes, I do. I do plan like I do see myself um, finishing my master's in like two years, two years and a half. Mm-hmm. I do want to get a job doing um, family and marriage ther- therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do plan around that. But I'm also very open to other things. Like, mm-hmm. I like to keep my options open. I don't yeah. mind if things change because that's just, that's just life. life. And yeah. I like change. Yeah. I, I don't like a routine. Oh, okay. I love change in my life. Okay. I love when yeah. someone teaches me something new. I'm always like, I'm an open book. That's the best way to describe me. Like, you tell me, hey, like, let's go hiking. I'm down. Sure. You tell me, hey, let's go to the beach. I'm down. You tell me, let's do a podcast. That's why I'm you're down. Here. Yeah, exactly. And it's just <laughs> like, it's yeah, just, just my personality. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I like to do s- different things mm-hmm. because, like, now I can die saying I've been on a pod- podcast. Exactly. You see, I've never done that before. So exactly. it's just like, it's, I, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> okay, I'm, again, I'm very sarcastic. Sorry no, 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 if it offends no, 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 anyone. No, I get it. But like, um, no. I just always think that like you should try to do as many things as you can in life. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very open to any change, mm-hmm. but I do have a plan. I don't just live my life like, whatever, let's just whatever wake up, happens, no wherever goals. Wherever the wind's blowing. I have yeah. a goal. Yeah. Um, how I get to it, I have a plan. But mm-hmm. if there's a detour, I'll take the detour. You'll take it. Okay, so since you're like studying this, I really want to get your opinion on marriage. What's your opinion on marriage? I believe in it. You you I believe, believe in, in marriage? It. Okay. Yeah. So despite all of like the divorce rates and everything, like you still what do you think is the main reason for like divorces though? Like why do you think they happen? A lot of things. There's so there's so many factors. Yeah. It, you can't really pick just one thing. I would say um, everything is communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a big one. Communication, one hundred percent. Communication. Um, a lot of people don't get to know the other person until they get married. Um, you know, you learn a lot. A lot of people try to save marriages with like having children, for example, mm-hmm. to try to like hold on to it, and instead that's of like the working, worst it's mistake. Get, that's the worst because it's worse for the kids too. Because then that leads to a divorce, and then you grow up with without a mom or a dad and that fucks you up mentally as a child i've had i've had people who are just in relationships just like boyfriend mm-hmm. and girlfriends like i'm talking friends <laughs> i don't have any clients or anything like okay. that like, <laughs> my um, clients let me take out a list no but like yeah. you know they've been in like relationships and they think marriage is going to solve no, their relationship no. they're like <laughs> don't, don't they're like do it. oh if you're listening to this, don't do yeah it. no they're they're like oh well maybe when we live together like this problem will get solved no it'll get worse probably no, because no. you're confined into a space it, so like that yeah. again the red flags like there's some things that sometimes you'll notice like in a relationship things are just not working out yeah and it happens for a reason mm-hmm. like if things are just not going, there's going to be bumps. But if there's, like, a whole, like, huge, like, yeah. bump, like, you have to, like, really, like, think about it and be like, hey, maybe this is not the person for me. But that's why you see so many relationships. Like, they're on and off, on and off, yeah. on and off. They're good. They're, like, madly in love. They love each other. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then the, ne- the next month, it's like, oh, they're blocked. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. Like, and then again, they go back to that. Like, that's like, no, that's just not going to work out. That's happening for a reason. And you're better off. Like, I know it's hard because it's easier said than done. But when you're in that moment, you want to make it work. You really want to make it work. But it's just not meant to be. There's so many people in the world. There's so many people. (laughs) You're going to meet someone for you. And I I do believe in marriage. I think that, 
if you have respect, mm -hmm. if you have communication, communication yep. you can make it work. And if yep. there's love, and if why there's not? Love, yeah, why not throw in some love in there? <laughs> why not? Oh yeah, uh, I agree with that because I've I've always been like kind of on the fence with the whole monogamous relationships everything like um because historically like we grew up in like tr tribes for example again i i always bring it back to like more primal things because i think that what we have like what we are today is a fruit of thousands of years so you have to take that into account mm -hmm. and what we're living right now is very short time in history and like our history as a species so historically speaking like um monogamous relationships like having only one partner was never really the standard um, back in like tribal times, um, we would, um, practice a lot of shared fatherhood type of thing because right. embryological studies weren't a thing. So the female would never know who the father was. And so she would just get a, a train ran, <laughs> a train ran on her. And then, and then the child would never know who his father was, his or her father was. And so it was the whole tribe that took care of that child and that mm -hmm. took them in as a child and nobody knew. So that's why today it says that it takes a village to raise a kid, right? To raise a child because it comes from that. But I do believe that marriage is possible. It is like, I know a lot of married people who are extremely happy because they, you know, found their soulmate essentially. And I do believe in soulmates. I do believe in finding yeah. that person, you know, um, in Greek mythology, the whole idea of soulmates began when they split um, because humans were originally uh, two-headed people, so like they were like two, like half-half, and then That's crazy. I, I think Zeus um, split them half. up. Yeah, so I um, I think Zeus like split everybody up, and then he spread them away. So like you go throughout your whole life trying to find your soulmate, and yeah. like that's how Greek people uh, give purpose to life. Like your purpose in life is to find your other half, and then everything else is just a plus because everything else is just a human construct. And I think all those people that you meet that aren't your real mm -hmm. soulmate help are, you find that person. Oh, that's powerful. I, yeah. I totally like bring you that. closer to them, mm -hmm. maybe, right? Because if it wasn't for them, yeah. you would never get to your real one. Because you wouldn't, even, even by trial and error, like you would never, like you have to try multiple times to make sure that that person is not it. Mm -hmm. So, oh, that's cool. And yeah. then, like, when you, when, when you meet someone, Sometimes, like, you'll use that experience for your next one to be like, yeah. okay, this is not, this is, mm -hmm. again, I've tried this the same before. thing. This it is the work. cycle. Yeah. 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 Let me not do this again. Cyclical, or yeah. there's good things. There's things that, because obviously if you're with someone, there has to be some good thing, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. about them. So there's some things that you liked maybe about that person. Then that yeah. other person also has, and you're like, okay, cool. It's like, yeah, like, this matches. Yeah. This is familiar. I've seen mm -hmm. this before. It works. Yeah. Like, for me, like, a whole thing has always been, like, I need someone who's very... Outgo not outgoing, but like open-minded. That's mm -hmm. the right word. Yeah. I, I like someone I can't deal Just with. Close-minded people. Yeah, nope. Yeah, yeah. You have to be open-minded. Um, you have to be kind mm -hmm. to people. I If you ever, like that's one of the first things I notice about someone when like you go on a date. Just see how they treat other people. Yes. It's like the that's biggest so thing true. for me. That's see true. how they treat other people. See Service how they treat workers. the waiter. Yes. The person who's handing you that movie ticket. Yeah. Just by that, if they're treating that person bad, what makes you think they're going to treat mm -hmm. you good? Yeah, because they're treating you good at that moment because they want something. Because it's from a mask. It. Yeah, because it's just, I have yeah. a mask. Everyone has a mask exactly. when you first meet someone exactly. until, like you said, it falls out after a while. Over time, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you present your your best self, and then it's like, but you won't know, like you'll notice little things like of how they treat yeah. other people, and I think just like those kind of things are like the main things for me, and then obviously like similar interests, like that's always important. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I like someone who's 
somewhat into fitness. Yeah, I like that, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I it's part of my life. And if I'm doing that five, six days a week and you don't get it, you're we're going to have problems because you're going to be like, why are you always at the yeah. gym? Well, yeah. like, what the hell? What's are there? Trying to hook up with guys there? Like, what's You're the, not yeah. going to get it. Uh-huh. But if you're just as into it as me, cool. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be a gym rat, but, you know, be somewhat be, yeah, 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 into it. Mm-hmm. No, but that's, oh my God. Um, treat the janitor with the same respect that you would treat a CEO of a company. Like that's how you should go about everything. Um, and I do it too because of that thing that you said earlier about being able to learn with everybody. So you learn from everybody you speak with, everybody you, in, you interact with. So I believe in like l- learning something from a homeless person, like from having a conversation with a homeless person in front of McDonald's after giving him like a lunch or something. Like actually having a conversation with that person and learning from what they experience because that adds on to your own experience Mm -hmm. and then like i've seen and i've had like past friends like old friends um do this and it served as like a huge red flag for me like when we're like i don't know um after a club going to the mcdonald's drive-thru and they treat the employee there with absolute like with like uh, like utter like no respect like they're very disrespectful and i'll just like look at that and just analyze and like damn like that person at there, because when you're drunk, that's when you kind of reveal your like truest, you know, mm-hmm. desires and you know needs. But yeah, that's 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 definitely, and it's cool how you're really into psychology. So it's cool, like it's very refreshing to speak to someone who also picks up on that mm-hmm. stuff because like most people don't really care about that. They don't pick up on those things, but that is right. a reflection of who you really are. It's like those small little cracks in the mask type of things. Like oh, like you just. Just because the the waitress brought ice in your water, now you're fucking pissed the whole and night. And that's like, the fuck. thing. Like usually, the people who have those bad reactions, they don't know that, and they don't mm-hmm. they don't notice it. And then let's say, I'll be I'm not the person to call you out on stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I am. I guess that's something I have to work on. Maybe yeah. like telling you like, hey, I didn't like that, yeah, but no, I just remove good. myself from situations I don't like. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. like I'll just get a little bit distance. Like let's say that was that first date. Mm-hmm. You may all be like, okay, yeah, like. Yeah talk to you later yeah. bye never yeah. speak to you again two months later yeah. and then yeah. it's like you know maybe i should tell them but i feel like people are very sensitive and sometimes i don't want they're very defensive right yeah. and it's like he probably is now thinking like what the hell did i do and yeah. it's like maybe it's because like the way you treated the, the waiter yeah. and then you know maybe if you and he him, probably doesn't know <laughs> and if you told him maybe he could fix that for like mm-hmm. even if it didn't work out with you anymore because you're yeah, yeah. already over it he can apply that to his next I relationship know. and then again help him find his soulmate so you would yeah. be helping him and then that ties in yeah, because maybe his soulmate doesn't like that either yeah <laughs> or maybe she does and then, maybe she does and, then, I don't know. and then maybe she's worse than him and that's oh, how no. they're a soulmate <laughs> so like they just beat up the waiter and so oh, but yeah uh, so we're at right now one hour and 54 minutes we're one hour and 55 so we're about to do two hours um is there anything else that you want to talk about that's on your mind that you want to get out no i think we covered a lot we covered a we lot, covered a lot. A lot it went things. by so quick yeah. that did not feel it's like, like two jumping, hours. Right? i was like really into it i had yeah. fun yeah um so at the end of each episode basically i don't know um if you saw this but i like to ask people basically right now let's Imagine that you're about to walk onto the world stage and you're, well, you're no pressure at all. <laughs> world stage. Um, everybody on this planet, 7 billion people are given an earpiece. Um, and what you're about to utter into that microphone will be translated into their language. They'll understand it perfectly. And you have this opportunity now looking into that camera to convey a message it could be anything i've had people say follow me on the gram i've had people say deep stuff i've had people whatever you want to say no pressure at all 
look into that camera and say something that you want everybody on this planet to hear right now. Okay. Nope. No um, pressure. <laughs> I would say to just be kind. I think that in the world we live in today, everyone just has to learn to be a little bit more kind to one another. I can't stress enough how much you don't know what the other person is going through. You don't know what your coworker is going through. You don't know what your friend is going through. You never know what the other person is going through. And just being a little bit more kind to a person can never hurt. I think that's how I live my life. And I think everyone should just just be more kind to one another. And yeah, I think that's my message that's to perfect. everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. And also follow me on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> What's your app? Nicole Diana. <laughs> that was just a joke. That was actually a good um nobody's done that before. Like they'll either go that route or or the other one. But you did both. I like so to mix what, it yeah, in. Just like bring people in, reel it in, and then boom. <laughs> uh, but that was amazing. That was awesome. Um just like I told you before, like the more engaged the conversation is, like you, you forget about time. So like that's yeah. why I have to keep it here because I'll forget. And right. I've had like episodes where it went like three hours and I was like, holy shit, like and that person had to be somewhere too. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, fuck. But no, but thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. I Not everybody is willing to come to my basement to do a podcast because uh, <laughs> that sounds very weird as I was saying that. But very the way strange. you said it wasn't like, you see, you're it a good weird. communicator. The way you wrote it thank you. was very yeah. comfortable. It yeah. wasn't like, yeah. hey, like, hey, want to do a my podcast? Basement. Like, no. <laughs> I have a mannequin. I have a TV. I have some yeah, microphone no. cameras in front of the cameras. We're going to talk real quick. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, it's cool. totally safe, guys. So it's totally safe. Come. She said it. If you don't see her anymore... I had nothing to do with it. Um, all right. So that was episode number 20, actually. So 2020 what? is just around the corner. That's that was so episode dope. number 20. And actually, since it's episode number 20, I promised myself that for every 10 episodes, I will add something new to the studio. And since you're guest number 20, what do you think I should add to the studio to make it better? It could be anything. It could be like add more wallpaper or add a coffee maker or do whatever. So what do you think should mm -hmm. be added into the studio? Or okay. changes. I don't know. I really like the layout you have and how chill and like modern it is. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, honestly, I would just say, yeah, like more. I, I really like that. Like the quote. I think maybe okay. add more like quotes. Not obviously mm -hmm. not like too much, but maybe just yeah. a few more pieces on that side because that side's a little bit empty. more empty. Yep. But I really like it. Yeah, okay. I would just add maybe so a little bit more, more artwork. Yeah, more quotes. More art. Perfect. Yeah. All right, so I'll do that. All right. So that was it, guys. Uh, episode number 20 will be available on iTunes and YouTube very soon. And thanks for watching Bye. and listening. Bye.